Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 45. And with me, as always, we're going to be joined by the um, excellent uh, chair. Apparently, in, in according to, <laughs> to what we've got on the screen at the moment, is, is a chair. Um, but it's actually the foodie show is with us. And, of course, he's now become a full-fledged member of the team. But Bacon Sani is here as well. Unfortunately, Beth is still on a hiatus, so she won't be joining us this week. But uh, hopefully she'll be back again uh, real soon. Hopefully next week. Hopefully next weekend she should be back with us. Hopefully. So it's just yeah. us three today, which, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that you know, it's not bad. But we will eventually have a fourth, uh, four of us. <laughs> I think since we started, uh, uh, since Bagan joined, I don't think there's actually been once. Four, once. There's there was, been one. I think there was one. One episode. <laughs> and I think that was a not the podcast podcast. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> technically it didn't actually count as a podcast episode <laughs> itself. So, um, yeah. What we'd uh, like to do on this podcast is, on the Bits and Pieces podcast, is we normally always start off with, uh, we do some spotlights where we're talking about games and stuff that we've played either just recently or just a couple of years ago. Um, you know, it could be, could be something old, could be something new. And uh, yeah, and then we do some gaming news. With Bits and Pieces, we can talk about some other entertainments as well, as long as it's within sort of um, a decent sort of, Taste, I suppose. <laughs> um, we've talked about we've talked about anime before. We've talked about anime. We've talked about um, things that we might want to see on Netflix. So it's not it's not restricted, fully restricted to gaming. But it there's a gaming theme. There's a, there's usually a gaming theme connected with it. But um, yeah, um, so that's what we normally do. And as I said, unfortunately, we don't have a Beth this week, so there's no um, Beth's joke of the week. But because Freddie is here and he's the dad of the um, of the group, we normally joke <laughs> going to the, the the dad joke. So uh, yeah. expect a dad joke towards the end of the yeah one hundred percent end of the end of the show. But that's all coming up a little bit later. But first of all, before we get into that, let's just ask my two uh, co-hosts. Um, how is everybody today? Hopefully you're all good. Uh, Bacon, how are you doing? How's things with you? You're good. I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I I have slept since yesterday, which is always good. So, um, so yeah, energy's 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 there. Then energy should be yeah. there. I have um, wine, so it's all good. Well, that's it. That's what. What more <laughs> do you want then? What really? What more do you want other than that? And of course, the Freddy Show advertising his new T-shirt for those who can actually who's watching either my stream or or the Freddy Show is also streaming as well. So um, you can either watch either or um of the live feeds as it were um so yeah he's advertising his uh the freddy show t-shirt which uh was kindly gifted to you i believe from one of yes, our yes um yeah one of, one our, of our um viewers and viewers, good friends good um, friends expense um expense experience uh you know, shout out to his channel uh he made this for me as a uh, being subscribed to his channel for two years via prime so uh it didn't cost me anything so i got i got i got a merch uh i got a merch top uh, which no, is very kind of him. Uh, the, I say merch top, it's just the top of my logo on it, but this will be incorporated yeah. into my new merch store. Coming soon, self, so hashtag self-promo. Um, <laughs> well, uh, yes. But yeah, yeah, so, it's great. I've, I've actually got representation in a physical form, which I, I he's done it for me because I was actually going to do it <laughs> myself uh, after Christmas. So it's, it's, it's beat me to it. <laughs> uh, it is. It's very uh, good. So for those who don't, who might not be watching the um, the live feed, 
Um, yeah, it's, um, it is the Fridley Show. If you haven't checked out of us, we always drop our links in towards the end, but there's always links in the bottom of the description of the podcast. Um, in all of us, that's myself, Freddy Show, Pizza went, uh, obviously she's not here, but um, Pizza's here, and of course Bacon. We've all got our own links as well. So check out those uh, links at the bottom, somewhere at the bottom of the, of the descriptions and comment sections, wherever this is posted. Uh, yeah, which you could also find us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and any good leading uh or even bad leading podcast platforms as long as it as long as you listen to us don't forget subscribing to the podcast also helps us you, it doesn't cost you anything because it's a podcast you scrap go over to spotify for, as an example subscribe that way you're always up to date with any of our episodes as soon as they drop which is usually a sunday actually i normally drop them on a sunday that's once the editing is done there's there sometimes we do clean versions and sometimes we do not to clean dirt versions and now there's a little juicy ones that we do like to do now and again um uh, so they're little juicy. bonuses that you might have missed yeah, yeah. Uh, but more than juicy more than juicy juicy the juicy episodes yeah. <laughs> but uh anyway that's the intros out of the way uh, let's funny. jump straight in then with uh some spotlights who wants to throw their card into the hat this week who wants to go first on this one? Does anyone want? I'll, I'll, go, I'll go first. If there's okay. A, if there's so one. what we what are we looking at this week then, Freddy? Uh, we're, we're looking at Amaranth, the video game. <laughs> of um, no, we're not. No, we're not. Uh, we're looking at uh, a game called Coral Island, uh, which I've been playing uh, aptly um, quite a lot. This it came out on Game Pass actually. I had it on my wish list, and I was going to get it because I, I was. It's. Um, it's pretty good. So yeah, Coral Island is uh, is another St- Stardew Valley um, game, but this time it's 3D. Um, it's uh, in uh, made in the Unreal Engine, um, so it looks really good. Uh, the game I can't do in the, I can't do this game justice. Really, it is very. There's like 80 people that live on this island, and every interaction is done like a visual novel style, where you've got their artwork appears next to them, and they've got hundreds and hundreds of dialogue options. Um, there's like 50 romanceable characters that are ma- uh, you can marry. Um, what's the difference between this and any other sim game, farm game, Stardew Valley S game you play? Uh, this one has Stardew Valley, but basically, if you think of Stardew Valley modded, modded, this is basically it, um, but without the mods. And it adds a few. It actually builds on um, the sort of gen genre, if you like, and adds a few more nuances and things to the game. Um, so how, how does it start? Well, you your character, um, he's uh, returning to this island that he grew up on and left for the big life. The big life, you know, the big wigs, same sort of thing. Seems to Stardew Valley, he left the big wigs, got fed up, get, got fed up of being in the city, returned after his pe- uh, after the somber element is that you return after your parents die, and they they leave you this house, and uh, you, basically this house is on this island, Coral Island. And your your parents are surrounded in mystery. No one really talks about them. If they come up and mention it, everyone sort of changes the subject. So there's some sort of darker storyline for your parents here uh, underneath the, the happy-go-lucky things. At least that's what it's alluding to. It's in early access, so they're constantly adding stuff to the game. Um, and that's basically how it starts. And then you, you meet the, the characters, and they're all really likable. There is a, there's one thing I will say that is the, probably the best diverse range of characters um i've met and i'm not and they're not i don't feel they're just there for the sake of it the world feels lived in they feel like they're actually um belong on the island and the island feels like an actual town and stardew valley just feels like a bunch of houses still cobbled together with an inn 
and a shop half the time, especially on the vanilla version. Um, but this has, they have shops, they have saloons, they have electronic stores, and they've got um, sort of beach huts, the beach hotels. It's really, it's like, it's like a, it feels like a holiday destination because that's basically what it is. It's a holiday destination. And the, the island is in disrepair because of an oil spillage that happened off, off another island and that came across and affected all the wildlife and the tourism industry, and that's why the, the island is now uh, gone to pot. Uh, so the story, the other storyline is that the corporate, the oil corporation have come along and they've built a, uh, like a, some sort of promotional thing in their town because the mayor is like needs the money basically for repairs. So they're kind of bending him over backwards, like getting him to do stuff that he doesn't want to do. So your character has two choices: you can either side with the corporations and turn the town into an oil town and industrialize it and you know revamp it it becomes a completely different game completely different town or uh, this is where it becomes a bit mystical like stardew valley where you've got the they have those little things that are i don't know aliens i don't know what they are little nature creatures the same sort of thing um you get this like uh voodoo guy with a massive voodoo mask on he's like a giant and it's, it's quite the dialogue's funny the dialogue is quite funny and he's basically like you he he they the island responds to your presence you know the usual, you know, protagonist stuff. Oh, I'm the chosen one. Oh, you know, it's the usual, it's the usual nonsense from that, that respect. Nothing, you know, you don't do anything to earn this. You're just like, oh, I've just, I'm here. Oh, okay, I'm the chosen one. Awesome. Um, and it's to be follow this sort of story beats is that you have to restore the island with magical powers, as you do, you know, and clean up the oil spillage with magical powers because you know you apparently you're a fairy godmother. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I would like a game that's actually realistic for once. Um, none of this sort of fantasy element to it. I mean, I get it; it's a game, you know, fair enough. Um, but that's the only sort of downside for me is the down is the, the big up the the fantasy element. I would rather have a little bit more of a it's like a, like more like a Sims take on it, um, where you can like play the Sims in 3D. What you're talking about? So anyway, the games are the games are right. Uh, the gameplay is good. It's a bit. I will say, um, starting off, it's a bit slow because it requires a lot of mats to get going. And once you unlock the mine, yes, there is a mine, and combat is hold the button down and win. There's there's no innovation in the combat. It's the same as Stardew Valley. Just click, 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 win. Click, 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 win. You can't die. It's virtually impossible to die because if you get killed, you just respawn at your house, and you get a little cutscene. However, if you've got a romantic interest, the cutscene changes depending who your romantic romantic interest is, and uh, that they will either nurse you back to health or give you a kick up the ass. Uh, for going into the mines on your own so there's there's lots of dialogue that happens i uh, will say there's a lot more events in the game as well um i don't know if you remember playing stardew valley where you, you do certain things and it triggers events in town or you get like um sort of like easter events christmas events you know summer events you get sort of things sort of themed events um throughout the game um and some npcs will respond to these events obviously there's a gifting system the same as stardew valley where you get uh, two gifts a day that irks me beyond belief because i just want to power through the friendship bar <laughs> but you know it's just like okay we'll just give you two gifts a day but anything you, you can't give them two gifts and then give them a gift on their birthday now this is a little tip for anyone that plays these sort of games if you give them a gift on their birthday it gets it's worth uh four times as much in in relationship points to the character so that's a little tip there if anyone was wondering why what's the difference between giving them a gift on their birthday and just giving them a gift in general now i've been a bit i was a bit cheeky i just gave everyone the same gift i figured out that there's this there's this bottle of sake sold in the inn that everyone loves so i just bought that for an infinite amount just gave everyone sake and they're like 
Well, I don't want to drink right now, but thanks anyway. <laughs> so, so getting everyone drunk on the island. It should be called Drunk Island, my version. Everyone was just drinking sake. Um, but it's quite funny. Uh, the Like I said, the dialogue's good. The artwork is amazing. The game looks really good. I mean, every location, every store looks like an actual store. That it, it Generally, there's a, there's a lot of love gone into this game. Uh, it actually originated as a Kickstarter project uh, for those that loved um, these sort of games. And it's reached its, fund- it reached its funding within... Um, not even six hours, it was fully funded. Um, they've got a Discord, which I'm a member of. I'm a part of the community. Um, they're very nice people. The developers are very nice. The community is very nice. Uh, they've got lots and lots of quality of improvement like things coming, like the ability to expand your inventory, uh, to be able to craft um, stuff from your uh, in your base without having to go to your um, sort of muck about in your storage boxes, which is really you know, sometimes that can be quite tedious. Um, but you can just make stuff anywhere on your on your farm without having to go and get the mats from the storage box. It was quite nice. Um, there's going to be tons of new dialogue, new paths, branching paths as well. You can actually have enemies and you can actually upset people uh, and have people that will actually try and get you out of the town, um, which is the... Oh, sorry about that, everybody. My, my viewers have just been watching me move my lips for the last 10 minutes and no sound coming out of it. Anyway, the game's pretty good. It's in early access. Um, Give it a try. It's uh, 20 quid on Steam if you want to buy it. Uh, like I said, they've got, pl- they got lots of stuff planned for the game. Uh, it's a quick rundown for those that couldn't hear anything I was saying. Uh, it's like Stardew Valley, 3D. It's better. It has lots more stuff to do in it. Um, there's gonna, it's, they're growing it every every week. The patch notes are already are increasing. It was a kick-started game, and uh, it's probably one of the better farm sims out there. There you go. I might drop them out. See you later. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Oh, what a complete colossal cock up that was. Right. Anyway, I, I was hoping that you wouldn't see the chat until after you'd finished your spotlight. So that I, I always watch that. I always watch it. Um, <laughs> that's why I always end up getting off track because I resign. Usually, Jenny makes me laugh, and then I lose. I lose the plot. Um, like I've like I've done. Don't need Jenny's help to lose the plot today. Thanks, OBS. I don't know why that was muted. I, that, that doesn't make any sense. I never ever mute my main microphone. So. It, so maybe, it happens. Come on. I've maybe, maybe Freya hit the key or something. Yes, yeah, it's not the first time this has happened. It won't be the I, last either. <laughs> I, I I streamed for two hours with muted once, so yeah. At least at least it got spotted early. Yes, thank God. All right, um, cheers, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, letting me know. Um, yeah, but that's kind of I've kind of I had some more stuff to say about it, but um, no, this, I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> let's go play the game it's it's, it's fine uh, it's a good little time sink um yeah i, I really like this game I, I highly recommend you play it especially if you have game pass it's only available on game pass pc though it's not on consoles yet um the console release is planned uh next year at some point because i asked mm. one of the i asked one of the developers that question is it coming to console and they said next year What's the PC version? Because it's literally just come out. It's like it's like pretty. This is like this is their alpha build. It's not even it's not even beta. It's like the equivalent of early access on Steam. And for an alpha build, yeah, there's bugs and there's a few other qualms and, and nick nick knickknacks um, like, lo- like assets not loading in properly and uh, NPCs saying the same stuff and over again. And sometimes you get stuck, but there is an unstuck button, which is great kind of them to put in the game. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth doing. I mean, if you if you can see the 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 vid the, the vid I'm playing you can see the art style I absolutely love the art style I think the art style is really incredible especially um I've never seen a game go to extreme ultra settings right <laughs> so <laughs> I've put it on extreme ultra settings in 4K 
and my computer didn't melt thankfully and it looked incredible um if you've got a 4k monitor you'll t- you'll make good use of that but the the, the lighting effects the 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 reflections the um rtx uh reflections on and stuff it looks it looks the video i'm watching doesn't do it justice um but it, it does look loads better than this this person playing the game uh, he's probably playing it at 1080p but in in high resolution this game looks amazing um so yeah it's it's a very pretty game and it, the sound effects are good the, there isn't much music yet um i did ask i did ask the developers if they plan to put more music in the game because it's, it's it's sort of hit and miss it's like it's like um I'm going to use this as a reference. I'm not going to talk about it. It's like wow without the uh, loop music setting on where you, it just can't, it'll play like a minute and a half and then you'll have nothing for about 10, 15 minutes and then you'll get another minute and a half of music. So it kind of like doesn't, doesn't help the atmosphere, but it's a, it's a, that's the only sort of niggles about it. Yeah. Um, if I was to give this an early rating out of 10, I'd give it a six out of 10. Okay. Um, and that's pretty okay. decent for early access. It's definitely worth playing. Um, if you have Game Pass on uh, on PC, um, but I'd keep an eye on this one. I don't see wish list. Wait for a couple of more updates before purchase, because like I say, there is quite a lot of bugs. Yeah. Um, in it, um, it doesn't bother me that much. Um, most of it is when you're buying stuff from the shops in the town, you get the the visual bugs. Like you buy it, it'll, it'll go into your inventory and it'll just be a blue ball, and it'll you get it out of your inventory and it'll be a blue square. So it's just the assets aren't loading properly. So it's not a major massive like the currents but um for the most part the the most of the game is that the the, the uh, foundations are there so to speak um but yeah i was i was actually pleasantly surprised this coming out once again game pass surprises me out of nowhere like i had no idea this was coming to game pass didn't have a clue didn't see it anywhere and then it was like midnight like tuesday night it came on it came on there and i was like oh what is that <laughs> like, saved me a few quid buying it um would I would I have refunded it if I'd paid for it? Uh, probably, just because of the um, sheer volume of of bugs in it. It's not just the visual stuff; you get stuck all the time. But as a game pass thing, definitely worth checking out. But um, yeah, it's, I, it's it's definitely a good game. Just the the, the like of bugs, the bugs and stuff. But that's to be expected for um, early access. But yeah, definitely worth checking out. So I'll shut up now. Uh, it's uh, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty decent. It's a good effort for uh, for a. Uh, the first game yeah it looks good like uh aesthetically it looks looks uh yeah looks looks good looks fun like you said if it's, it's something similar to like the core keepers stardew valley like so it's just another take on that kind of um mm-hmm. farming sim life sim, sim. oh i yeah. forgot to mention one thing sorry steve yeah uh there's a there's a there's an underwater bit as well where you go underwater and dive and you uh go through trash and fight underwater Actually, monsters and yeah so it's like a mine and, a, and an underwater bit so it's like, that's the that's the bit it builds on it gives you more choice to go and spend your time right um because you, you need the that's where you get your glass and your right sand yeah. so hence the um coral t- of the yeah. title then that yeah. would make yeah. and there's also there's also you get a boat and you explore around the island as well there's our there's ex- exploration around the actual oh, island itself good which I forgot to mention. Um, and that's pretty cool. Well, I haven't unlocked that yet, but um, there's a few, there's also got, there's also one more thing. I, so it's all coming back to me. I'm, so why, this is why I should write my notes down, right? <laughs> I didn't do it for this game. I meant to, I just didn't get around to doing it. Um, there's mini games. So there's a bowling mini game. There's a snooker mini game. There's a volleyball mini game. There's a karaoke mini game. There's a piano mini game. 
and all of these are coming in in updates 1.0 and beyond yeah. and all of these you can interact with your love interest and have like take out on a night on the do like a date night and stuff with your character which is quite quite cool actually it's not just like you talk to your character do you want to hang out and then they just stand next to you the whole time you know <laughs> you actually do you actually have to interact with them think of um grand theft auto uh four the nikolai takes you take the girlfriend to the bowling and stuff oh, so that's all yeah, interaction yeah. um or in my case i used to just run her over because <laughs> i had to control the car um but yeah it's definitely worth it's it, yeah those little tidbits there um definitely worth um keeping an eye on if you're not if you're if you're not going to play it but uh, yeah i say save it's this it's definitely a a notch in the old familiar barrel of um farm sims so life sim whatever you want to call it it's good simulator. it's got yeah 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 it's, it's good yeah. Farming okay. sim. yeah moving moving on <laughs> done <laughs> i'm done you're done <laughs> yeah and it's not not too bad at 20 pounds for this sort of game it's yeah. really decent this week, 3D is going to mess up his entire stream. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I've just looked at my spotlight notes and realised that I seem to have written it as a stream of consciousness. So, <laughs> All right. God, God speaking... knows what's going on with this. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of... Do you want to uh, then lead on with your uh, spotlight? Uh, Go on, can... then. Yeah. Why not? Why not? So, what, so... Are, you, what are you playing? What you Ma- well, it's not something that I'm playing. It's something that is due out. Ah. But um, it's not due out until quarter one of next year. Oh, right. Okay. No, um, been... So it's it's more of a of a, and a head look and, a, and a, a few observations. So my spotlight is Hogwarts Legacy. Ah. So for those of you who don't know, um, there was a small series of books that did okay written by some person by the name of J.K. Rowling um, called the Harry Potter series. And it did all right. Got a few films made. Uh, So yeah, this is what is based off of that world. Now, it is set as an immersive open world RPG set in the 1800s. So it is pre-Harry Potter. Um, Although you will see a few of the characters that you'll know the ghosts specifically. Um, so the likes of Peeves and Needy Headless Nick are in it. Um, I don't know as to the extent of all the ghosts. But you play as a student um, who joins in the fifth year of uh, of the school. And apparently you hold the key to an ancient secret that threatens to tear the wizarding world apart. Which sounds ominous. Uh, it is developed by Avalanche Software and published by Warner Brothers. Um, which had me a little bit concerned at the, at the start, although they have specified that there are no microtransactions. Um, yeah, we'll 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 wait and see on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, apparently no microtransactions. But cosmetics. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we'll get, we'll get to that, but mo- most likely. Uh, so yeah, you get to create your own character. Apparently, from what I've seen and heard, the uh, character creation does have a lot of depth. Um, and when you start, you are uh, apparently you have you do have the ability to choose your own class. So you you are a uh, class, your own house. So you are sorted in the traditional way with a sorting hat. But I do believe that you can influence that to choose the house you want to join. Um, unfortunately, there are no moral choices. It has been confirmed, but 
apparently that this is what I don't quite get. The choices that you do make affect what happens to your character, but yet there are no moral choices, which is a bit odd. Um, I guess that's purely down to whether or not you choose to maybe learn certain elements, uh, because it is a slightly darker game in that there are um, the dark arts are do seem to be heavily involved. So I guess if you decide to learn a few of those, that will affect what happens to your character. Uh, but we're not sure to what extent yet. Abracadabra. <laughs> Abracadabra. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can attend classes to increase your skills, although uh, we believe that's not the only way, but it is the primary way of increasing your, your skill set. Um, it has been confirmed that the likes of the uh, charms, potions, defense against the dark arts, and herbology classes exist. Um, along with others, although we don't know what the others are as of yet. But it is being touted as a full-blown RPG, so there should be plenty of areas to, to sink your skill points into. Um, you do have magical gear that can be upgraded. Again, kind of kind of uh, unknown as to, as to what the, that gear is and how it can be upgraded. Um, because thinking about it, other than what you wear in your wand I, i'm not aware of what what else could possibly be upgraded but you know we never know it doesn't have traditional classes like most rpgs where you've got you know your your tanks your healers etc um but it does sound like you can tailor your character to play the way that you want which is pretty cool you have companions in it as well so you can uh, there are certain um certain characters within the game that you can uh, befriend um, and they will then accompany you on your quests, uh, and you can also expand their abilities, and they can apparently also teach you certain certain skills. Um, I'm aware of one instance where, or it seems, where if you befriend a particular Slytherin, um, you could end up learning certain things from the Dark Arts, like the Cruciatus Curse and, and what have you. So it could be interesting. Uh, Hogwarts, from what I've seen from the visuals, Hogwarts seems to be very much based off of the um, the visual images we've seen in some of the movies in terms of the castle. Uh, the grounds itself gave me a kind of Skyrim slash um, fable kind of feel in, in their layout and, and how they work. But apparently Hogwarts is fully explorable. Um, you can discover dungeons, secret passageways. There are puzzles to solve um, in order to get to certain places, get certain information. There is broom flight, we've found out, but no Quidditch. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, depending on your kind of person. Uh, but apparently broom flight is going to be one of the primary modes of transportation to get around um, and you know, be able to get to certain areas you wouldn't normally be able to reach. Um, uh, as well as that, you also have certain beasts that you can, uh, you, well, you'll be taming and fighting, but you can tame, mount, and ride some of the magical beasts, and you'll be fighting others. I did see in some of the um, some of the, the pre-release videos, dragons. I don't know if you'll be fighting them ex directly or not, but it would be cool if you could. Um, yeah, so it's it's looking like an interesting game. It's I'll get on to some of some of the the more exclusive content kind of things in a minute. Um, but it's I know the other week I said that I would never ever pre-order another game, but I'm 
in, in all honesty, because I, I also know, obviously, that next year there's um, uh, Starfield's coming out as well. I'm probably more likely to pre-order this than Starfield, despite me being such a big sci-fi fan, because it, it just it looks a lot more unique, um, and it, it looks like something that hasn't been done before, especially in that universe, which I'm, I'm quite looking forward to. There is some downsides in that, unfortunately, at least at the moment anyway, there's no sign of any multiplayer and no co-op. Now, multiplayer I can kind of understand, but co-op, uh, it would have been nice if they if they put that in. I, I don't know if it'll come later or not. Um, but yeah, it, it would have been nice to see that. Um, there are, obviously, there's plenty of side quests and stuff like There's a, apparently a dueling club that you can do. There's quite a few... Um, I, almost spoilers, I would guess, in in terms of what you can do that are uh, that are online, which I'm trying not to mention. Um, but yeah, there's like little side things like dueling clubs and stuff you can join. Also, the the I don't know if this is a unique thing. I've never seen it before. But on their on the Hogwarts Legacy YouTube channel, they have posted um, I think two at the moment. Third one's probably due. ASMR videos. Um which is I've never seen for a game before. But basically, it's it's showing the different... Um, I think the first one was spring, and the second one was summer. And they're basically like 20-odd minute long clips of um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the environments uh, with cameras panning around different sections. In the, in the spring one, it's set at night, and there's a lot of rain and stuff like that. And they're basically just kind of showing off in a... In a in a more interesting way, um, some of the environments, uh, which do look cool. Um, you can go out and visit Hog- Hogsmeade, uh, places like that. We don't know what other places are available, but Hogsmeade is definitely one of them. But yeah, uh, it is it is geared towards PS5 because the PS5 has some exclusives, or the PlayStation has some exclusives, which is, as a, non, as a non-PS user, is a bit annoying. Um, but yeah, there there are, there are some stuff, and it is the game itself is geared towards PS5 in terms of it using the exclusive haptic feedback on the controllers, um, including not having a PS. Freddy, you'd know this more than me, but apparently on the PS5 there's like a light bar or something at the top. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. yeah, apparently they're going to be able to. They're, they're utilizing that in some way. I have no idea how, but they're going to be utilizing that. They're probably all of be the flashing when you do spells and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, maybe something like thought. that. But. So yeah, it's available for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, X and S, uh, PC and Switch. I, I don't quite see how it's going to work well on Switch, but it's or available PS4. on Switch. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't see how it's going to work on the PS4 or Switch. It's, it's, you look at this game, it screams, like graphically, it screams yeah. like massive demand. Like, yeah, graphically. I, I, I don't think gonna... it's it's going to be that 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 hot on, <laughs> on, the, on the low consoles, unfortunately. But hey, you know, you never know. On 144p game resolution <laughs> on your PS4 and Switch to get 10 frames per second. <laughs> well, yeah. There's there's some exclusive content for, for the PS5. Um, so you, you get a, um, a haunted Hogsmeade quest, um, which is where players um, have the option to obtain uh, the haunted Hogsmeade shop from Madame Mason. Um, who apparently is very eager to sell it. You don't know why, and apparently that all unfolds when you buy it. Um, and the, sh- the shop is is 
you think you're just buying a shop and it's not quite what it seems. And I'm guessing by the name, obviously, there's going to be a, an issue with ghosts and what have you. Um, but yeah, the, the, the main reason for buying it is that once all that's sorted, you'll be able to sell uh, gear and items at a better rate than you can buy them at other places. Which, again, seems a bit odd if there's no co-op or if there's no multiplayer, because who are you selling to? Yeah. Um, unless, the, unless that part of it you, you can interact with. I don't know. Uh, and you also get an exclusive shopkeeper's cosmetic set, which is basically like a get-up and a hat. What you get. Um, and if you include role-play stuff, if there's not going to be any co- co-op, that doesn't make any sense. Like you said, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's it, that doesn't uh, unless they're bringing it later. Uh, I'm not sure. They must, they must be doing something. Surely, I'd, I'd, I think that would make no sense. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd hope they they would. Like I say, if not, if not. Um, if not multiplayer, at least bring co-op to it. Hmm. Um, especially with that kind of an environment and that kind of a, of a setting, it, it it plays really nicely to multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of opportunity um, if they don't do it. Yeah. Unless, again, it might be a purely a time thing, which is why they've said that they're not putting it in. Yeah. Um, if you pre-order any of the game versions on PS4 or 5, you get access to a, the Felix Felicis potion recipe, but it is the recipe, not the actual potion. Uh, for those that don't know, it's that's basically liquid luck. Um, but so you you still have to go around and hunt for the ingredients um, and then make it. Um, and you need to pay attention in potions lessons to know how to make it without screwing it up. Um, oh, and God, when you no. take it, well, yeah, <laughs> you got to go back to skill. Uh, <laughs> if if and when you do take it, apparently what it does is it reveals gear chests on the mini map for um, for one in game day. So you take it, and then it will show, I guess, multiple um, exclusive gear chests that you can then go out and get. Yeah. And then, I guess, after that, oh. you would then have to make it again to take it again to then see the next lot. Uh, and PlayStation players also get an exclusive dungeon. Um, so the game itself comes out on for general release on the 10th of February next year, except for Switch. I don't have a date for Switch, but apparently it doesn't drop on the same day for Switch. Don't know why. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Haunted Hogsmeade quest will become available on PC, Xbox, and Switch, but it's a year exclusive, so that will not drop until February the tenth, twenty-four. Oh, what's a load of below the that, that that does suck. Um. So pr- <laughs> the pricing is interesting. Um. Yeah, so standard edition, you, you, what you would expect. So Xbox, PlayStation, 65 quid. Um, PC and Switch, 50 quid for, for the base game. The deluxe edition, which is the base game and on, an Onyx Hippogriff, which is pre-order only. Um, so I'm guessing that's the amount you can ride. Uh, the, one of the cool things, I suppose, is you, you do get, if you pre-order, you do get 72-hour early access to the game. Um, you also get the Dark Arts Pack, which is a Thestral Mount, um, Dark Arts Cosmetics, Dark Arts Battle Arena, not entirely sure what that is, and a Garrison Hat. Hmm. So only a few of those of which I'm interested in. That's 75 quid on uh, PlayStation and Xbox, 60 quid for Steam and Switch. And then there is <laughs> there's a collector's edition, of course, which... I think personally has massively missed the mark um, in terms of what you get, and the price is insane. 
So you get the digital deluxe version of the game. You get some additional in-game assets, um, so mounts, probably some cosmetics. You get a steel disc case, although there's no disc because it's a digital download. <laughs> so awesome. You get a wand. But here's the <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to laugh. Here's the best bit. The wand, you you also get a huge plastic book that you plug in and you put the wand on top and it levitates. And by levitates, it says it hovers an inch above the book. From what I've seen, and I watched the unbox I watched the unboxing of this and it hovers about a centimetre, I'd guess, if you're lucky, and just gently rotates. And wow. That's that's basically it. I think I think there were a couple of other things. Um, you, you might get a rope as well, some kind of a rope. So the cost for the collector's edition across all platforms that I've seen is two hundred and eighty quid. What the actual oh, fuck? What the Sorry, hell? yeah, uh, what, no way. That is oh. what the belief. Yes, that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I just, I can't, I mean, I, I get people want to collect it, but of all of the collectible things, one of the one of the funniest things I saw was that if you look at the poster for what's in the collectibles, the box itself that the collectibles come in is classed as a collectible. The packaging. <laughs> what the hell? So yeah, oh um, I, I will not, I mean, uh, of all the collector's editions I've seen, this is Probably one of the worst. Uh, I mean, admittedly, I don't own any, but I've seen some really cool ones. Um, and I remember some of the, like the cool Gears of War stuff and that you could get as the, in the collector's editions. This, yeah, um, I don't think they're going to sell that many, apart from maybe some real diehard Harry Potter fans. Yeah, the, um, the thing is, there's lots of diehard Harry Potter fans, so they will buy those. That's well, I, I I almost hope not, so that they might come out with a better version. Because yeah, some of it is is this is Warner Brothers. No, well, yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 that's well, like, yeah, I mean, screaming. They're like money. Give us all the money. <laughs> Warner, Warner Brothers' reputation exceeds them by they so do, much. and that that is my biggest concern. By all of this, is Warner Brothers their habit of putting microtransactions anywhere they can shove them. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. I, I just the, the game looks so good. I hope they don't screw it up. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I if I'm going to pre-order anything, it's probably going to be the deluxe edition. I'm going to hang around for a bit and wait because I bet I can get a better deal somewhere else, like CD keys. Um, at the moment, the only thing that I've seen on there for the Hogwarts Legacy is for the uh, Steam version on pre-order and you're only saving a couple of quid literally a couple of quid um, um maybe that'll change with black friday i don't know but it's pre it's it's a pre-order so it's probably unlikely so just to cd keys um theme pricing for the hogwarts legacy deluxe edition is 47 pound yeah so you're saving three quid for for the steam yeah and yeah. it's 40 quid um Without that, for the base, and, yeah, and it's fifty-eight quid for the base. Oh, 58, on Xbox, yeah, it's like quid, yeah. yeah, and then it's sixty-five mm. for the legacy. There's yeah, but I think I think they're not available at the moment, from what I saw. Well, at least when I checked earlier, they were down as uh, as out of stock. 
<laughs> how? how? Not, not yet available for pre-orders. It basically means they haven't been given. Oh, the okay, codes. they're not yet. Oh, yeah, no they, haven't, they haven't been given the the codes for them. That's why you can't pre-order it? They haven't got so, yeah, to, to allocate. I, I guess the thing for people that are thinking of, of of pre-ordering it is you do get a few cool things on the pre-order for the deluxe edition. Nothing for the standard, um, but don't think even though it, it, it says you, that you're going to get it under certain ones don't think you're going to get the haunted hogmeade, hogsmeade quest or the felix felicis potion recipe if you are not on playstation because you won't uh um, that doesn't sit well with me that's, yeah that's, that's i mean bit. i'm not asked yeah. about the recipe because i've no doubt you can get that in game um yeah you probably can the cra- yeah the crap one is the quest you know uh, the fact that they i mean i suppose it, you could look at it the other way. At least they're not holding back the entire game for a year's exclusive, um, which would really suck. So it's it's yeah, one quest. I, I I can live with that as long as that's as far as it goes. And yeah, if there's cosmetic, Mike, the thing is, I, for me, microtransactions, if it's cosmetic and it doesn't affect the game in any way, shape or form, and even better, if you can still earn those in-game, I don't have a problem with it. It's It's when it becomes, you know... Buy this wand, buy this, you know, buy this spell. You're something that can affect the game. That's when it it annoys me. Uh, time so will yeah. tell. Time will tell. Uh, so yes, that is Hogwarts Legacy. Available at all good shops eventually. Hmm. Yes. Uh, well, I don't, I don't have much to say on that. Um I, I, I think it's, well, what um, I was saying, it looks sorry, Freddie. No, sorry, man. I, I, was just, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was sorry. just going to say, like, graphically, just, yeah, it's, it looks like it's ready to come out on you know the more newer consoles, not so much the older ones, definitely. Um, so yeah, I think they're going to struggle, uh, be a bit of a downgrade, if anything. Um, but yeah, um, not something that I'm I'm sort of into, so like, uh, but that that said, you know. It's a game, so video games can change someone's mind on the on a uh, you know from the films and the books and stuff that I've not seen or read. Sorry, I know <laughs> controversial. I'm I'll, sure. I'll be honest. I <laughs> but, um, if, if you're not interested in the books, if you're not interested in the films, yeah, doubtful you'll be interested in yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah. I know. read all the books. Yes, so, I've, read I've listened books. to them. I I okay. hate the movies because they they don't do what the books do. They cut so much content out of the films. It annoys I, me. I feel that like that's normally the case, though. I mean, yeah. I'm I like them for different reasons. So I can I like I like the books, I like the films, but I treat them as separate entities, almost as yeah. if they're not. That they're kind of cousins only. Um, I hated the way that they ended the series in the films. Yeah. The book was so much better. Uh, but again, ninety percent of the time, probably more so, that's going to be the case. Um, the worst one for me was um was number five, Order of the um, Phoenix from the books of the movie. It's yes, different. that that was massive. I felt that was massively disjointed. It made yeah. no sense to me. It and, was all over the place. And I I I know it's got nothing to do with the games podcast, but I just want to say that the the Voldemort Dumbledore fight was so misconstrued in the movie. It basically Dumbledore in the books. Dumbledore turns up, wipe, wipes out all of the uh, Death Eaters. Like literally, take takes them to task. Voldemort, turn, Voldemort turns up, gives it all the big I am, and <laughs> Dumbledore just flatlines him. Like he's in the book, he just 
absolutely trolleys him to next week and they all run away with a tail between their legs. None of this, like, even Stevens in the movie is just like, just go away, like, make it properly. Even the stuff with, ne- with Neville in it is different in the in the book. He's much strong, he's much more braver. He's, it, yeah, I, I, take, I take issue with that part of Certainly that. Certainly by film. the fifth one, he's, yeah, so, he's coming to his own. As 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 a, I'm not a massive fan anymore. I mean, I, I've I've sort of just moved away from it all. But going back to the game, um, if they do it right, and they stick to the law, and the and they they add a build on it, and don't start changing stuff that doesn't make any sense, like unless they're going to make a series of games, which I don't think they are right now. I think it is just Hogwarts Legacy, yeah, and it's a one on one and done deal. Um, then I'm really excited as a, as a Potter fan. Um, however. If it was anybody else publishing the game, I'd be a lot more enthusiastic about it. Mm. You only got to look what, what Warner Brothers have done with multiverses to see what fate is going to befell Hogwarts Legacy shortly after release. Warner Brothers have never ever released a new a game in the last five years that they haven't ruined with microtransactions within three months of release. Even their mobile games are the same. In fact, their Harry Potter mobile games are some of the most notoriously scummy things on the internet um which I, I, I aptly, aptly refuse to even download no matter how cool it looks um so it's it's it looks amazing and i'll be really i'll be really disappointed if they do like oh there's there's no microtransactions but here's all of these cosmetics you can buy and we're gonna we're gonna lock all of the really cool looking stuff behind this paywall and there's a season pass and then there's all the other crap that they're gonna throw in because they will because I'll be. Uh, you can come back to this podcast when it comes out, and I, a month after release, I'll guarantee you there'll be a there'll be a, a battle pass or something or a game pass added to it in game, like unlock tree, cosmetic unlock tree or something, and there'll be like XP boosts and stuff, and you know more than one day use potions and crap like that. They're going to put in it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I I hope you're wrong. So do I. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if you weren't. Let's put it that way. Their, their reputation alludes to what that's that's what they're yeah. going to do um yeah I, I again um i've said this many times steve knows this that do not pre-order um if you want to pre-order that's fine but i would wait until the game actually comes out because it looks to me it looks too good to be true right now there's too many good things about the game it looks incredible yeah you've got all the you've got all the animals that you can go and um like interact with and befriend and pet you've got the housing the housing stuff which looks amazing like uh, you can, and then, um, but in, the, in their um, live stream, they did say there would be cosmetics available for their house. So that that already alludes to the shop. That that's why I know this is gonna it's gonna be like something like that. Um, was it? Um, there was an MMO to something similar a long time ago that actually went under because they put all their housing stuff behind a paywall. Um, I can't remember what's Wild Wildfire. I can't remember what it's called. Some old game that I played and gave up on. But it was um it's the same sort of thing. And uh yeah, I'm 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 not a mindset if it looks too good to be true, it probably isn't. <laughs> like it's uh, it's I, I think it's I'm hoping that none of those de- gameplay are all fake. But like we haven't got a Cyberpunk seventy twenty seventy seven situation yeah. where they've made they've made fake yeah. gameplay all these scenes and the game comes out and it's like a blob. I mean, even if I do pre-order, I'll like I'll be pre-ordering like towards the end of January to leave it as late as possible. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm really hoping it's good. I mean, I would I would pre-order if it wasn't Warner Brothers because yeah. I I really like Harry Harry Potter universe. I know, sorry, Steve, waiting to do your but like, but it's it's uh, I just think it's just be just do your research on Warner Brothers. 
look at the extent of what their games have been like um, and whether you think you should be putting your money um, in their in their basket. Um, I would I would strongly advise caution when buying anything from Warner Brothers um, because it just it it to me it just sounds like it's if it comes out and it is as good as it looks and it's all the bells and whistles it's singing and it is and there isn't any microtransactions and the, the transactions are fair and all the rest of it you know then great brilliant I'll be proven wrong which I hope they do but uh, in the past I haven't been proven wrong very often so <laughs> when I've been speaking about this stuff so I'm hoping that um. I'm wrong, and we get a great game. Hopefully, it comes with co-op as well at some point. Hopefully, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's, it looks it looks really good. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I can't call it as I see it. It looks really good, and I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about its future, whether or not it pans out to be as as good as it as as it good as it looks, or it'll be advocadavered out of the into oblivion. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> I'll shut up now, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get the finger. I'm gonna get the finger in a minute and the wiggle. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think we should just quickly. This will be quick then for me, really. Uh. So my spotlight is um. That's what she said. <laughs> well, yeah. What he said too. That's what he said too. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so my spotlight then is going to be fairly quick, as I said. Uh, Vault of the Void is a CCG uh roguelike deck builder. Um, don't often play these, but when I do, um, usually something that I do, I don't generally stream it because it's to me, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a downtime game for me. You know, it's an in and out, just downtime. I can start when I want and not worry about it, not having to comment on what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, just a bit of a, rela- what I call a relaxer, uh, sort of game. But if you've, like these sort of games that I maybe it's worth spotlighting so yeah that's what we're doing it um so yeah it's a roguelike it's developed and published by spider nest games and I think it's only one guy doing this so um from graphically I think they look it looks pretty good it looks um looks fairly cartoon-esque um so if you used to seeing those ccgs like uh hearthstone and um rune terror I think it's rune terror um, which is mostly yeah. um, there's online co-ops games um, where you go against another player. This is a single player game, which I've been kind of enjoying it. It's a it's a nice chilled game, but again, it's a it's a roguelike game. It's also got that dungeon crawling kind of feel to it. So it is a card game. You you start off with a basic set of cards, which is your 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 passive and defensive sort of. Uh, card so you've got blocks you've got attacks and uh yeah you'll start off there is an introduction which you have to do so you'll have to go through the introduction and then once you've done that you then get asked to do normal hard impossible and then there's impossible plus which i think you'd have to do once you've beaten the game at least once so I'm not quite there yet, but on that one. Yeah, so you you start off with 20 cards. You get 20 cards in a deck. Like I said, there's a there's a it's a blocking system, there's an attack system. Yeah, and if you're used to seeing these sort of games before, you are gonna go against the computer. It's uh yeah, you've got to take on minions. You gotta go in, you go into a what is ultimately a dungeon, so each room that you're going to has it's there's a from left to right you've got um, a series of hexagon uh, blocks that you go that you click onto. 
your your start your starting point from left and you choose your pathway now depending on what room you go into and the types of minions and uh, mobs that you'll fight will determine what sort of reward you might get. Sometimes the re there is no um, fight; it's just a an area. A merchant, for instance, you can just buy. You can buy extra cards. You can, or you can up. There's rooms where you'll upgrade, or there's rooms where you get a buff. So if you're familiar with, um, like, like for instance, Hades, let's say, um, when you you know you started, depend you could get a really good a really good game would be depending on what kind of a weapon you have. In this case, it's, it's what car type of um, cards you've got. So your cards, for example, there is an attacking, the attacking cards you'll want to get. You can level up the cards as well. There's a, there's a leveling system for your cards. So it's kind of an RPG kind of a element to it as well in that aspect. There's stones that you'll collect along the way. So you can add stones to give your cards a bigger buff to help do battle with um, the boss. You're, you're each tier, because it's only, there's three tiers, um, and they, it's just increasing difficulty each time. And that's that's even on top of the normal hard and impossible setting. So just a normal game will still have a uh, a tier tier one, tier two, and tier three, and obviously each tier uh, uh, increasingly more difficult as you play. You start off with one health bar. You have a hundred percent health. So as you enter the room, your whoever you're facing at that particular um, on the first one is obviously it gets increasingly difficult. Um, yeah, you just have a set of cards. You lay down the first couple of games that you'll have helps you develop your pack. So you'll start collecting it from the ground up. And uh, yeah, you want to try and collect as many cards as you can. Um, you need to lay down, if you're familiar with Hearthstone, you'll know that there is mana that is needed in order to uh, throw down your cards. Um, in this case, they call it energy. Um, now, in order to get energy you'll have to uh, purge a couple of cards so they you might have to purge maybe two cards in order to throw down a card because it might have a value of two or value of three um, energy in order to use it if you don't use it it does go over to the next round but ideally you want to purge as many cards as you can so you've got as much energy as you can going into the next round because you, you probably miss out on a good card but you're not going to get that if you're holding on to the previous deck, is as it were. Uh, usually, in the first couple of rounds, it's it's you're going to get through those 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 little mob fights quite quickly. You, you'll easily get through those, and then by the time you get towards the end, as I said, it is one health bar, so you want to try and keep that health up towards the boss fight as much as you can. Like in any sort of um, roguelike dungeon fight, you, you know, you've got one health, you'll go, you'll get a chance to earn health if you choose the right pathway and you find the right rooms. So like I said, there's rooms where you've got buffs, there's rooms where you've got um, a vendors, as it were, and they can help you um, gain more cards, better cards. You can change your uh, deck on the fly. So if you've just one the first couple of rounds and then you get to the third the third area or the third uh hexagon as it were you um you get a chance to change your cards if you've started to take um damage and you're not been and you don't feel comfortable you think oh i'm not getting i've not getting enough damage out there 
so yeah, you can change your cards. Normally, uh, um, from previous games that I've played, that's not something you have. You, once you started your once you started your game, it's usually that's it. That's the deck you start with. So it does is it it does allow you to change your cards on the move, and uh, you there's depending on who you go against. They have two minions and the main sort of boss fight. Uh, so you want to try and take out whichever has the highest percentage. So a hundred percent. If a if a if a card has a hundred percent, then it won't. Then no other card can respawn. If all cards um in the room are less than a hundred percent, then more cards can spawn in. So like, if you're doing attack on one card and it has fifty percent, and you kill it, uh, there's a possibility another card will spawn in. If the rest of the cards that you're facing, that you're going against, is less than a hundred percent, so. You know, depending on how much health you have by that point, you are, um, you know, there is a danger. You could even, you could quite easily lose. But again, the earlier stages, it's fair. You're going to get through those. Then you get into tier, once you get towards the boss, I'm just about sort of going ahead of myself. Um, yeah, once you get to the end of that uh, actual area, there. Uh, in that actual uh, dungeon, as it were, I'm going to keep calling it, I keep referring it to it as dungeon. It pretty much is, isn't it? Um, yeah, you choose pathway. You get to the boss fight. If you've got 50% health, that's it. That's what you got. That's that's how you face the boss. If you've got 10% health, that's how you face the boss. So you want to choose your pathway, and you can check uh, each hexagon prior to going into the room. You can actually by choosing your pathway, you can actually see what the minions are going that you're going against. Whether it'll help level you up, whether it help give you an extra card, whether it'll just be a buff, whether it be um, useful to you, so you can actually see there's quite useful uh, information. So you you can you can pre-plan your attacks before you even get into there, as long as you've got the cards to do so. There is a chance that you'll get given points to upgrade your cards, so you can upgrade certain cards to level them up. So there's a leveling system for the cards. There's sockets. So you can add gems to the cards, which gives you an extra buff to that particular card. There's so there's, for instance, there's a card for attack, um, which when you attack, it leaves a bleed. Um, so you want to sort of spread those out quite um, evenly if you can. Um, so the bleed, obviously. So the next round is the computer's turn. So you t obviously it's a it's a um, two way thing. So it's two and fro, isn't it? So it's uh, you've got the um, when when you're being attacked, it'll tell you how much you're going to be attacked by. So there's a point system just above your health bar, and when at the start of the game, it's going to be zero. Naturally, it will be zero because there's no attack been aimed at you. That's when you can use your block cards to go in into the after the after the after the first round uh, of attacks. You'll use your block card to help boot, give you some more health. I'm trying to sell it well, and it, I had. I had some notes, but um, there's not a lot of information out there, unfortunately. I tried looking for some more information other than what I've already got. So, yeah, it is upgradable, customizable. You've got void stones. There's, there's essence, which is a currency. Uh, there's a spell book, so you can buy, you know. Yeah, there's a, like I said, there's a vendor, so you, you'll need currency for that. So all of your essence goes in towards buying um, charms and stuff. 
Um, there's also a stonesmith. So those stones are said, but you can either, as long as you've got enough essence, you'll be able to upgrade stones um, that you can add into your cards. Um, just it's just trying to. It's basically the 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 basic point of this is trying to find that perfect deck to get towards the boss. And there's three tiers, um, which are increasing in difficulty. There's not much I can really add other than it's a card game. You know, it's a CCG. Um, it's a roguelike, so it's got um, it's got that difficulty already added to it. Like I said, so even though there's like normal, hard, and impossible, and then the impossible plus. Like, Going against an impossible plus, I don't know how anyone would ever do that, given the difficulty setting already. Uh, before you even set off, like normal, we still it's still quite a difficult level anyway. So yeah, <laughs> but there's artifacts you can collect. There's lot. There's quite a lot to do in it. It's it's. I found it quite fun. I don't know. Um, and I know, Freddie, you've played card games in the past. Um, this doesn't really have a story mode to it. Um, so I don't know if this is going to be something that um, is going to be appealing towards people. Um, you know, it, to me, it's, to, it looks it, it looks nice. It's it's a nice game to play. It's just a relaxing sort of game that I've picked up. It's got very positive reviews on Steam. A lot of people have been saying like really good stuff about it. I think if you want more of a same sort of deck building roguelike but with co-op, then probably go across across the obelisk would probably be another one. I know that's it's kind of similar towards Slayer of the Spire again. Those are some of the ones that stick out the most. And um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I think Inscription is it Inscription? I think Freddie played yeah. before. Yeah, Monster, Monster Train as well was another yeah. one that comes um, to mind. But another uh, uh, yeah. But again, it's it's. Um, I think what other card games I'm trying to, trying to think what else I've played are uh, Hand of Fate, um, or Hand of Fate. Yes, sorry. Hand Hand of Fate one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. that sort of takes you outside of the game itself, and, and you go into like a more of a combat system. Um, this is this is just just a card game. This is just two D card game. Very, I would say it's closer to. I would say I suppose Hearthstone. Um, would be similar mm. to that, or Ruin Terror would be um, the closest that I could think of. Again, but it's it's not they're not co-op, they're not um, online uh, co-op games. They are it is just a single player. But um, yeah, I've been enjoying it. It's quite fun. Um, I'm trying to collect really good stacks now. I'm, I'm getting quite. I'm getting close to having a really decent set of cards. There is two types of oh, there's two types of battle. There's a bleed. And there's, um, I think it's stab. So and I'm not sure what the exact difference is, other than one leaves bleed and one stab. But um, I, I think with stab, it's more aggressive rather than bleeds more sort of defensive. So you'll leave a, a bleed on an enemy, and over time it will bleed out, and that's usually that's what that does because I haven't tried out the other mode yet so I'm not too familiar with it so I can't actually comment too much on that so I've only played Bleed as a variation of the game um, it came out on it came out on Steam on the 4th of October of, of 22 but I think it uh, originally early access was 20 
uh, it came out in November 2020. So it came out a couple of years ago. So it's been out for a couple of years in early access, but it finally came out of out of early access on full release on the 4th of October 22. Um, but yeah, there we go. It's a lot, a lot I can actually add to it. It's a very sort of short thing. Hopefully I've explained it enough for people to understand it. It's a deck building game. <laughs> it's very low RNG as well experience yeah uh, it just throws you into the game you can pretty much pick it up fairly straightforward it's one of those um, easy to pick, easy to sort of uh, pick up hard to sort of master I guess um, that would be the uh, best way to describe it as well but uh, yeah, that's me done it's going to be a short one going to be a short one because it's uh, not much I can add to that <laughs> um, so any anyone else sort of like if anyone's played any card games it's, yeah, I play them quite a bit. Sorry, Bacon. I play them quite a bit. Um, I mean, I've played, I've played Sailor Spire quite a lot on the Xbox. Um, not so much on Steam. I've played um, Monster Train. And this this sort of seems very similar to Monster Train. Yeah. Um, in the terms of how the game plays and how the deck is built. Um, I'm generally, it's the, the runs are uh, procedurally generated, but they're different every yes. time, I presume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty decent. I mean, there isn't many single-player card games out there. Most of these card games are like PvP or PvP based and around a sort of gacha system. Um, it's nice to see a, a, a genuine single-player card game. Is this on Game Pass, or do you have to? Um, buy I, it? To be, I actually don't think. I don't think it is. No, it's not on Game Pass. It's not. Um, no. Yeah, this yeah. looks pretty good. I might actually pick this up because I, I do like. Um, I do like card games. Like I like casual casual games like this where it's not too stressful and you still get to enjoy, you know, some gameplay yeah. makes you think strategy involved and stuff. Um yeah, I mean, as a as a card gamer, as so to speak, because I've played a plethora of card games, not just on PC but on my phone as well. Yeah. Um yeah, this is definitely ticks all the right boxes. Um it's very impressive that one guy's made this. The artwork's yeah. pretty decent. Um, it's animated as well, which is unusual. Um, usually the static cards when somebody makes a single-player um, variation. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely one to pick up, uh, support the indie developers and all that. And, uh, yeah, I don't have really much to say about it because I don't really know much about it. So, it just it, it, for me, it ticks all the all the boxes to play it. So, I will definitely be, be getting it at some point to, to be able to uh, give you my feedback on it at some point in the future. But yeah, definitely, definitely a card game. If you like card games, obviously this is a must-have. Like, there's, there's no, there's no qualms. Yeah. Um, especially if you like, you, you hate dealing with PvP side of it, and I hate PvP and cards because <laughs> you just get put up against the whales. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. You, um, there's no, there's no fun there. There's like you, you might play the other free-to-play player or someone that's not spent a lot of money on the game, and then you'll win a couple of matches and it'll be like, oh, whale time. That's make you buy. That's the way to make you spend money. So yeah, I'm all for um, offline single player card games that don't extortion it. Oh, I'm saying extortion the player out of money. So um, yeah, all for it. Um, go and support this game. 100%. Yeah, I have to admit, I've not, I'm not really a, a card game player. I've played a few. Most of them I can't remember the name of, which will not shock you. Um, but I have played. Um, I have played Hearthstone. I wasn't very good at it, um, and like you say, it it doesn't take long before 
you just start getting absolutely hammered. Um, so, but yeah, a single player one and made by one person are definitely things that would make me want to check it out. Yeah, and it's not as RNG as um, other games out there as well. So mm. that's what makes it a little bit more um, different and better, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what that's what drew me to it because it's 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 always been like you said, it's always been like a co-op or PvP, and yeah, I'm I'm coming coming from uh, again Hearthstone. It was it's nice to get away from going against people. Who will absolutely yeah. rinse you? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I, no, 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 no. I think the, <laughs> the best, the best I ever got was probably bronze. I'm never going to escape bronze, and that was a, uh, you know, in, in as far as Hearthstone is concerned. But yeah, this, this, you'll go against the computer. You can only be, you can't be any worse than the computer that can offer to you. It's, it is procedurally generated as well, so it's like you're, you're lucky to get a good good run or on your run lucky to get a you know if you end up with a bad run so yeah yeah i think, I think the last one i played is it um is it gwent that's in gwent. Uh, witcher 3 yes yeah. the gwent yeah i got my arse handed to me yeah and that's that's blatantly obviously single player because i was i was playing solo in the game yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the npc can kick my ass so i'm not very good at those games <laughs> gwent is awful i, I can't stand it no. oh like uh, it's it's not awful in the game itself, but in The Witcher, it's so hard, and you have to have like the the cards are so obscure to find. I, I it's completely different to what we're talking about. But get the mod uh, No Gwent, and you just win the matches and get the reward <laughs> and XP. Uh, it's just, it's just saves you a headache. <laughs> uh, I've only got it on Xbox. I don't think it's more uh, than Xbox. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, console peasant. <laughs> <laughs> For that game, yeah. It, to be fair, it was bought for me as a present. So, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, only, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's that's there we go. That is my uh, spotlight for this week. Oh, it's uh, I should mention it is thirty ninety nine. Um, uh, the only D, the only DLC that is available is the soundtrack. Uh I mean soundtracks. Me, it's not you know for five five nineteen. Um, nah. I mean you know you could just listen if you wanted to listen to the, to the soundtrack, just play the game. I yeah, you know, yeah. for what it's worth, um, or, or, or yeah. listen to it on Spotify or YouTube. Yeah, you probably find it on there either way. Yeah. So, just yeah, not trying to do any injustice towards the game itself, but I, yeah, I won't worry about too much about the um, soundtrack on that one. Um, right. it, it's no, it's no Doom, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's no Mick Gordon. No, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> so we should we move on to some news then I think, yeah, I think not. we should get, on, yes. get on to that now so um, where are we starting with this week's let's I well um, shall I start this this one um, yeah go for it uh, I just see because I saw I actually saw this um, I saw this this morning I was just um, going through Twitch like I do as you do. And uh yeah, Gotham Knights file size is revealed. Um is it Gotham is that the one that we were talking about? Is that the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah so the uh, file size of Gotham Knights has been revealed and fans uh now have a better idea of how much space to save for their game's launch. Um so the file size of Gotham Knights has been revealed uh head of schedule uh released the 
later this month. Gotham Knights comes out next uh, next week on October the 21st for current gen consoles PC, despite being um, announced as crossed gen title. The PS4 and Xbox One versions of Gotham Knights were cancelled earlier this year. Oh. So, yeah, if you've got those, uh, that wasn't originally what I was going to read about, but um, we'll go with it anyway. Um, I'm not. I'm not surprised to be honest. They make these games for the old generation. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. It's just a waste of resources it and is. time. Just make it for the stuff that can actually run it. You know, in the next generation, which is the whole point of having a brand new system in it. Yeah, to make yeah, games yeah. for. But say that, I mean, they're still showing it as being capped at 30 frames per second for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Yes, that's that's what, in, that's ridiculous. That's what I was going to read more. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Why is it that bad a game that they've got to cap it? So, yeah. Although I was talking about that in that specifically, um, it was the thirty frames per second on console, no performance mode. Um, so yeah, that's 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 madness. Like, why? <laughs> Literally comes out in a week's time, and this is what they've just announced. This this is the killed news. The game. To, yeah, they killed it. It. Just, it just killed the game. Nobody's going to buy that. I mean, Nobody. if you, um, no, no, I mean, not, you know, especially, uh, not everyone is going to be a PC gamer and like not everyone will no. get, um, be able to play it. But if you comparing it, they're compa- they're comparing it. Games like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare and uh, Fortnite have, um, uh, supported for, um, 120 FPS. Yeah. And they've been out however many years ago they came out. So that's that's madness. Um, it's like here's your new sports car, but you're only allowed to do sixty miles an hour in it. <laughs> Why? Yeah, yeah, that's just crazy. I mean, it's confirmed that Gotham Knights will not have any performance mods for higher frame rate on current uh, gen consoles. That um, that won't they won't keep that. There's no and they can't surely. This this no. kind of ties into um, Bacon as well. What you said about um, Hogwarts, it's developed by Warner Brothers Game Montreal, um, so it is a Warner Brothers um, title as well. So you know, mm. I, I, no, I mean, for I a game, say anymore. <laughs> it looks it looks promising, but I, I mean, for a game that is basically. Uh, from what I've, I mean, I'm only put piecing things together for, for what I'm seeing. But like, you've got four—is it four heroes? Four yeah, heroes, which, 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 yeah, which spawn, uh, which came come about because the main, you know, the main man himself, Batman, disappears or dies, whatever. He's, it is. Yeah, he's apparently dead. But I apparently don't dead. I mean, I mean, yeah. like this is like again, it's only from what <laughs> I've seen. I'm piecing things together myself, but it takes four four characters to do what one character could do before, previously. Um, so that's kind of, you know, where I'm... It's, it's not Batman. It's not Batman. Don't have to get... <laughs> is, is it Robin, Batwoman... Nightwing. Night, Nightwing. Nightwing. Red, oh, Nightwing. Red, Red Hood. Red, Red Hood. Bat, Batgirl. Batgirl. And some other pillow. I don't know. <laughs> and someone else. I've heard of like what, like two of those, I think. Yeah. I, 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 can't, remember the, I can't remember the fourth I five, can't remember. No, I can't Girl. I mean, admittedly, I'm not the biggest uh, bat fan in any way, shape, or form, but yeah. I yeah, I, I saw some. 
I saw a bit of gaming video of someone finally playing playing as Batgirl, and uh, they were showing the guide gliding thing. It's like it's Robin. It is Robin. It yeah. is Robin. Yeah. So um, it's um, so it's it's the uh, Jason Todd as Robin. Yeah. And then you've got um, the Dick Grayson as Bat Nightwing, and then you've got Batgirl and Red Hood. Oh right, okay. So uh, the variant. Not sure. Um, this must be in its own universe then, because um, uh, Todd Todd Howe was dead in the comics. So like, oh. and in the in the in the in the canon. So I don't know when this takes place. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so it's, it's this is it actually is based on a comic book storyline where Batman does actually disappear, die, or doesn't. He doesn't. He's presumed dead, and he comes back like at the end, like when they've saved the day. And he's like, "I knew you could do it. I wanted a holiday or some crap he's on, like that." He's on hiatus. Yeah, he's high, 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 on bat anus. <laughs> he's on bat anus. But yeah, uh, I mean that, that if you're ba- basing it on previous games that come out, like Watch Dogs Legion, for instance, um, added 60 FPS performance mode after uh, post post its release. So it's it's like maybe there's nothing to say that they they won't do it but it's just not doing and it it plays much better as well as 60 fps yeah and it's just not actually going to do it for launch which is crazy like it's as of this recording it's the 15th of um october and it's games released is the 21st so depending on when you're listening to this podcast um it's either <coughs> it's either due coming out soon or it's or it's been or it's out now and uh well, you know, if you're playing it, especially if you're pre-ordered, um, you're going to be disappointed if you got it on the console. Do you, Do you remember when I did the first look at, uh, look at this um, on the on the bits and pieces podcast? I played you the gameplay. Yes, it was already frame frame dropping and animation sliding all over the place and not looking very good. Yeah, it's no one. It's the, if that was locked at thirty frames per second back then. It's no wonder that it looks garbage because the animations don't have enough frame rate to play the animation. So that's why they glide or don't or go T pose or you know yeah. do other hilariously bad thing that you know that Warner Brothers Montreal are notorious for. Um, if you if you are familiar with Warner Brothers Montreal uh, games, they actually made Batman Origins, which was the prequel to the games that Rocksteady made, and it was vastly inferior to the Rocksteady games, obviously. And um, they had notorious like T posing frame rate issues and stuff. It was it was a dog's dinner when it came out that game. It took them a year of patching to get it to to a playable state. Um, and then they they tried to fr- uh, frame lock that as well. And then they released a patch a couple of months later that upload uh, basically frame unlocked it. So I don't understand this frame locking. Obviously, uh, if I could understand it, if it was still on the PS4 and Xbox One. They've those versions are locked at 30 frames per second because obviously it's older hardware, um, much older hardware, in fact. Uh, but the, the new stuff, you just it's just going to cause so many problems. Like, just, I don't see, I can't see this game doing well, but like, it needs yeah. to do well given the given the uh, volume of games coming out, um, this year and the fact that they're competing with game passes and you know, PlayStation Plus and other subscription models as well. Um, they're not going to sell a lot of copies based, you know, after this news drop. Yeah. Um, unless they turn around in 72 hours and go, oh, sorry, actually, we're going to do 60 frames 
I'm you know, unlocked. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, we we made a mistake. You've already just put a nail in the coffin, in Batman's coffin already, just by doing this. A lot immediately, people won't be care about any follow up news. They'll be like, yeah, I was looking forward to that, but I ain't playing that at bloody because it won't be thirty frames per second. If you've got loads of combat going on and the frame rate is locked, I mean, uh, Bacon will vouch for this. Like the animation can't keep up with it, so it will be stuttering, yeah. screen tearing. You know, the, the the everything will just bottleneck and you end up in yeah. crashing or the whole get the you look like you're playing in slow motion uh which as an action game especially when jumping especially when you're gliding jumping not and, what you want but yeah exactly it's it's not it's not ideal um and that and the, given the fact that it's quite high fidelity graphics as well it's not like it's a low res area um you know it's, it's especially if you're running 4k resolution that's going to tank even more so um no, I, unless it, yeah, I, I can't even be optimal about that because I know it's going to be crap. Like this, hmm. I just know for work it's going to be, be awful to play, and then you're charging seventy quid for the privilege of watching yes. frame rates tank and <clears throat> jump around all over the place, regardless of how good the story is and how. Good this the is the problem is. with, uh, and I'm, I'm going to try and say this without going off on a huge rant. No, go on, rant. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the biggest problem with modern games. That it's so easy to release a game that's unfinished. Oh, we'll add this later. We'll add that later. Yeah. We never had that problem when you had to physically buy the damn thing and there wasn't the ability to actually yeah. you know, download DLCs or whatever. I mean, DLC is okay. I get that. that. That can be a good thing when it's an expansion to a game. Yeah. But generally speaking, the amount of times that you get a game, I mean, just Christ, just look at Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, and especially coming from someone like CD Projekt Red, I mean, yeah, their their shareholder, not the shareholder. Sorry, well, yeah, the board of directors have got a lot to answer for that because you know fine well that they pushed the devs to release that early, and yep. they really shouldn't have done. And th- that is the biggest problem. If if you didn't have any of this ability to do on the fly updates, they would have to release it finished and polished. And it, I can't say what it does because it's uh, <laughs> it's a, it's not not the podcast pro- podcast, but <laughs> it, it, it it very strongly annoys me. Yeah, it pisses me off. Um, exactly. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. What what he but said. What he said. <laughs> it is. It's just so annoying. Yeah. Uh, it's just. It's yeah. just. I just don't. I don't see how anyone with a brain can see that's a good idea. Well, yeah, and especially with with modern consoles and the kind of you know the kind of firepower they have, which dwarfs mm. you know many people's PCs, unless yeah. you lucky enough to you know own a mansion so that you can afford an rtx hmm. is it rtx <laughs> the, the whichever whatever the 3090s the, the, are. the 30, 3090s yeah oh, now the, now the 40, is it the 4090 that's just been released the, yeah. no, no, they're it's, not going to release it now no nobody yeah. can ha- nobody can have those because they it's can't great but you PCs. can't afford it <laughs> it's not just that it's too it's too big for people's pcs yeah <laughs> and no one can put it in their cases uh, so they've got they've delayed the release to um <laughs> It was a great uh, card. Just, just to get back to my original, original. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Steve. <laughs> so, sorry, just to get back to my original point was like was the the size the the, the actual because you, you're saying it, but yeah. So the size of the actual game for the at least for the PS5 version of the Gotham Knights will it'd be uh, was it forty one point zero three zero gigabytes of storage space to be precise, um, which is standard for any triple AAA games, right? Quite so, small to be honest. Oh, yeah, quite small, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for a game that big. 
uh, that, uh, that is that that won't be the install size. That'll be the download size. That's the it'll download probably, size. Yeah, that's the yeah, download. Yeah, so it'll probably take up more space than that. Yeah, would have thought. Um, considering um, God of War Ragnarok will be over about 90 gig and that was on the PS4 um, so yeah again still don't see how that's going to run on the PS4 <laughs> yeah no again it's going to be like you're going to lose a lot of graphically you're going to, you're, you'll lose a lot of anything that comes out on the, on the old consoles now you'll, you'll on just the lose pro it. it might be alright but on the normal PlayStation they ain't going to no run. no way uh, anyway, um, yeah. So Warner Brothers, um, please stop being stupid. For the love of God, listen to people that actually know what they're talking about, aka everyone it's, else but yourselves. You know, <laughs> it, it, interestingly, it's Warner Brothers Montreal who they developed behind Batman Arkham Origins, and that wasn't too bad. I didn't think as a game, and that, that was twenty thirteen. So we've, we've got we've actually got fun. we've actually got worse over the years. Then I think <laughs> I think it sounds just, sounds like we just got gotten worse. Or two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. Or in this case, it's one step forward, twenty steps back. Um, <laughs> I mean, into the dark that, ages of thirty frames or, per second. I mean, I mean, that wasn't the best of the bunch, though. I mean, I, I think. Um, no, I mean, you know, out of the Arkham series, I think that was that wasn't the best. But um, oh, it's it still better. Made by Rockstar, no, no, it was. It, no. It, it, it was all right. It had some really good moments in yeah. it. Yeah, like, the Batman pieces. versus Dark Dark Side, uh, not Dark Side. Had some uh, good set pieces, but that was about it. Yeah. But anyway, still, yeah. I still think the the Batman versus Deathstroke uh, fight in that game is one of the best fights yeah. I've ever played. Yes. Like the choreography, speaking, and how cool it is. Um, but that, yeah, that's the only reason I bought bought it for two pound. <laughs> play that team. <laughs> Spare no expense. <laughs> Spare no expense. Um, yeah. So uh, let's move on from that. <laughs> I think we're done on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what other news was there? Did you uh, you posted something else in in chat? I did in, a, yeah. in our little Please, Discord don't, chat. Don't, don't break my stream. Oh yeah, the Bayonetta um, actress. Yes, the Bayonetta actress, actress right? Which yeah. is, um, which is quite quite sad actually. Um, how she's been treated. Uh, so for those who don't know, Bayonetta, if if, if you played Bayonetta one and two, they are uh, exclusively Switch games. Although Bayonetta one did make its way onto all the consoles and PC. Um, and let me just get my my Twitter up here because I've got um some posts I can read. Um, so the, the act, voice actress is Helena Taylor, who does the sultry tones of Bayonetta. Now, um, I absolutely love Bayonetta, the game. Uh, for those that know, it's an action um, sort of Devil May Cry uh, game with a female lead. Um, and if you don't know who Bayonetta is, then you've probably been living on a game in rock somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably one of the most highly sought after cosplay female um, sort of pinups to come out of video gaming history like she's right up there with Lara Croft in terms of iconic she was for for a female pinup for video games um and her, her, her voice actress is absolutely amazing like she absolutely sells the character and her voice is like it's 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 listening to velvet like i could listen to her character talk all day um but it's as a personal preference to me it's it's a very good game and um, and she's done the 
the two games, the animated movies, um, all the other uh, stuff that she's done, including the, the, the appearances in other games like um, Smash Brothers, where she's voiced all the lines, um, especially in like beating up Mario and stuff. It's got some funny lines that she says. Um, and uh, she's come out uh, breaking their NDA agreement. Um, and basically, uh, Platinum Games and the, the, the lead creators behind Bayonetta um, only offered her $4,000 uh, flat for, for, for all of the work in number three and as a upfront payment, um, uh, or as a payment for all the work she did up leading up to that point as well. So it was like a combined pay of all the promotional stuff she's done for Bayonetta 3, which they, which they subsequently pulled. Um, all that voice work she did uh, was pulled. And then uh, they offered her, that was the second offer as well. If they only offered her $2,700 originally, and they came back with a counter offer of $4,000. Now, if you're in the, the world of uh, voice acting, um, they usually get paid by a word-per-word -word basis. Uh, and uh, a, a low-end voice actor can charge anywhere between $15 to $20 per word, right? Because I've, I've actually dealt with voice actors and had quotes for projects that I've done, uh, my visual novel stuff that I've done in the past. Well, I did originally attend to get it all voice acted. <laughs> I was quoted like 12 grand just to do the script I had uh, for it. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> um, no. Um, <laughs> but so like that was, and that was based on the, on the lowest rate. Um, so she's like a well-renowned actress. She's a very well-renowned voice actress. Um, and the, the Bayonetta series has, has become, uh, it's worth 400 million plus dollars. Um, she's not been paid hardly any, uh, not even a smidgen as that as, as being the face and the voice. Well, her originally her original design was loosely based on her looks and they sort of like, animated it because it's a Japanese. And then uh, you know, her voice is what made the character. Like the, her voice is what made everyone fall in love with her. The sultry tones, the innuendos, the, the tongue in cheek stuff that she did, you know, sent single blokes insane. You know, it's, it's quite funny really. It's, it's, it's very tongue in cheek. It's very adult in nature, Bayonetta, but it's also so much fun. Um, and she's just amazing in it. Like, like I said, I could listen to her voice act as her Bayonetta forever. So for her to be done the dirty by Platinum Games like this, um, and, it, and, and uh, it's also, it's trending on Twitter. Every voice act under the sun is coming out and saying, yeah, we get treated like crap, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, this isn't the first time, but what uh, what's happened with her is absolutely scandalous. And she's called for the Bayonetta 3 game to be boycotted because she wasn't even given the reprising role. Uh, they gave it to somebody else. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't agree with who they gave it to, which is Jennifer Hale. Um, I don't know if you uh, are familiar with Jennifer Hale. Uh, she's she's the female Commander Shepard in um, Mass Effect. She's also in every nondescript female lead game TV show. She's like the Steve Blum of the female world, like in voice acting. She's just in everything. And she's got one tone, you know, and it's one one way of acting. Uh, it's it's just it, I don't. I, she, you know, it's great. Some fit, sometimes she fits the role, um, sometimes. But it's like, um, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. He just has one voice, you know. So it's it's just it's just it's like that. You know, it's the equivalent of having the same voice and getting millions of different um roles. So she's taken over as Bayonetta, and I swear to God that's just going to be awful. Like, I can't imagine listening to Jennifer Hale trying to sound sultry and sexy in, in a monotone Commander Shepard voice. I think I'm just going to pull up my own eardrums. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a big fan as you can tell, but they've got some nerve 
um, doing what they've done to to. Um, it's just insulting. It is very insulting. It's Massively disgusting. insulting to the kind of effort that gets put into these things. Yeah. So she's got uh, videos up explaining what happened on her Twitter. Uh, Helena Taylor. Taylor. Um, and even like you've got the big YouTubers like Angry Joe's come in and started like tagging Platinum Games and that. And he actually has a uh, contact with them. So it'd be interesting to see if they reach out to him um, for commentary on his news on his new stuff. But yeah, everyone, it's all, it's like hundred and like 200,000 tweets and climbing about Bayonetta. Um, so hopefully, um, platinum get the message and I, I would, I would, uh, join in and not support, um, Bayonetta three. Um, the fact that the switch can't run it anyway, it's already, it's already had massive, um, SPS, FPS issues. Maybe uh, they should lock it to 30. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think even lock it to 30 or save it. It's, it's actually like, <laughs> been so bad um that i don't know if it's i don't know if it's out yet or if it's out already or the preview that i was talking about but loads of people have said it's it's garbage um so yeah well done platinum games you just successfully destroyed you one of the most successful franchises by ruining the lead voice actor that is iconic for so many people across the planet um by being tight by being yeah, by not giving her the money the money she deserves um Nothing short of four hundred grand uh, would would even now I think it's too low, but that's better than bloody four thousand. You know, it's that's ridiculous. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, she's done a lot of work for them, and uh, that that game wouldn't be where it is now if it wasn't for her voice acting work. There's no no ifs or buts. Um. Oh dear. So what's with these companies? They're all just tight ass flipping toss parts that don't support their staff or the gamers or anybody and just give me your money and shut up. It's just like all of them in a nutshell, isn't it? Can we just like, just take we all need the people a reset. out and then can we just take all the people out <laughs> of the, all these buildings and where yeah. they are and where their money is and just burn it down. And then, then they have to start again. <laughs> and they won't, they, I don't think they'll get very far. Um, it's no different to why most of the, uh, most of the dev um, work that comes out, comes out of the likes of Montreal. Yeah. It's because you can get exactly the same, um, talented developer for half the price because of the difference in salaries and everything else it's, it's it's exactly why you get like the likes of like ubisoft montreal and everything else montreal warner brothers montreal because it's cheaper mm. but yeah, yeah i mean that that is, that is a massive insult <laughs> you know i mean i've like you Freddie, i mean i've I, whilst i haven't worked with voice actors i I like my like my best mates uh, or some some of my best mates um, work in like the likes of like theatre and and voice coaching and stuff like that. And sometimes the kind of people that like that what they expect for what they get is ridiculous. You yeah. know, it's like these these people have a profession. It's like you know you wouldn't hire a game developer and ask them to work on an entire game for four grand. No, it's yeah, it's it's just insulting. It's just not getting valued for the work you're doing. Yeah. And these companies should be held to account for not paying the staff and the people they use appropriate money um, because they're, they're laughing all the way to the bank with all these record profits and hundreds of millions and take and takings and their big wigs are all laughing it up uh, while they're, they're treading on the heads of all the people underneath them and laughing in their faces. Uh, you know, this is very similar to what's, you know, what's going on in the real world right now. Uh, it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Um, and it shouldn't be allowed, and nor should any. We shouldn't stand for it, nor should anybody. And the only way anything's going to ever going to change 
is if people stand up as one and they oi in one big voice, no, off. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. And, that, and that's about it. So, uh, yeah, it's not, um, it's not great. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not right. It shouldn't be allowed. Hopefully something will be done about it. I mean, she is getting like donations and stuff. Uh, um, I think, I think she set up a GoFundMe or Patreon yeah. to help her out of costs and stuff. Um, which is fair enough. Cause all she was, she was banking on the payout from this, this game and she got told, uh, nope. I so, say, I mean, it is fair enough. And you know, there's, there's so many people that would be willing to help her out, but it shouldn't be necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, the, these companies need to actually step up and say, look, we're making a fortune from these games. Yeah. We I, need to pay the people that actually do the work. Do it, there's, yeah. there's just no governing body that can step in and sort these idiots out. The government don't do it. And unions, there isn't a video game union. Um, you know, there's, there's no one holding yeah. these companies to account. Like there's, but, there's nothing. They're, they're literally given free reign to do whatever they want and they're getting away with it. Interesting. That, sorry. Sorry, I was just sorry, gonna, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I was just, I just wanted to add a little something. Um, interestingly, while she was talking, I was looking at uh, Bayonetta on Steam um, and the first one came up. So I obviously searched for, you know, when the release date was. But the first one came up, it came out in 2017. All the negative reviews are recent and they're the ones supporting pay your voice actors, um, you know, embarrassing company lowballs, talent that made them millions you know um so a lot of people now just going back to the first game and um putting negative comments but so in support of like wanting to pay the voice actors so yeah, yeah it's just it was just it was just i thought it was an interesting find that i you know whilst i was searching for the release date i, I think uh most of the release dates are referring to uh that i could see are for the switch it's, only, it's a Switch yeah. exclusive. Yes, yeah, Switch exclusive. It won't, it's it all won't coming, be out. coming through. No, yeah, no, because uh, like, obviously the first one's on Steam. Yeah, but it's the, on Steam. Yeah, but um, the rest, the yeah. All the others are on. Um, yeah. uh, it came out on Steam in 2017, yeah. but it was actually a 2010 game, yeah. I think, yeah. or 2011. Um, so. But yeah, it's just, I just. Um, whilst, whilst she was talking, I just thought it was uh, interesting yeah. that people are, you know, jumping now onto the old, old games. Yeah. Review bombing. Review bombing <laughs> it, basically. That's the only thing people can do, isn't yeah. it? Really? Yeah. Boycotting the games, um, which I highly recommend you do. Um, Platinum Games, I am no longer going to support your work. I'm, I've said this a few times about other companies, and I've gone back to them, but uh, there are other reasons that factor into that. However, for Platinum Games, you can absolutely get stuff. Because hmm. um, I've never really, like, I've never been a big fan of your games anyway, apart from Bayonetta. Everything else you've made has been uh, it's been a while, I guess. I mean, Metal Gear Revengeance was okay. Yeah. But it wasn't anything special. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's just sad, isn't it? It's just, it's just a sour taste in my mouth, really. It's just horrible companies. It's the story of the story of 2022 is how horrible the corporations are to everybody and getting away with it. That's pretty much that's a good summary. Seems to be. Without including global events. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so what's the next bit of news we can move on to, Mr. Steve? Could I, should I do one that's going to make Jelly happy? <laughs> go I on, was man. just about to. <laughs> <We> know <laughs> <what they're going. laughs> I wonder what that could be. 
<laughs> so, uh, so um, Jelly, uh, this is for you again. This is just for you, mate. Um, <laughs> so uh, Amrath has come out swinging all guns blazing again, uh, telling people what she thinks of them on the on the mighty Twitter. I mean Twitter. Uh, and once again, she's uh, people. She's responded to criticism about what that she should get a real job instead of like sitting in a hot tub uh, and just doing you know nothing again. Um, so this is this this is uh, basically she's just like I I, you know, I let me quote her because I I don't think I'll do it justice if I just try and ad lib uh, what she says. Um, so she's a basically you know, having a go at everybody that's having a go at her and. Um, yeah, so she quoted, she said to everyone, keep your real job that suits you better. That was a sort of dig. Um, there you go, here's the quote. If I merely put money in the S&P index, say, whatever that is, assuming historical average returns, by the time I'm 40, I'd be worth $100 million. Keep your real job, it suits you better. Well, maybe you might have that much if you stop wasting it on um, things like hot tub water, but, you know... Um, yeah, I just, I just I just wanted to mention it for Jelly. It's a little mention, just just, just keep Jelly happy. <laughs> the, the, the Amaranth fashion continues. Uh, was a, was like a running running gag on the bits and pieces podcast. It's Amaranth yes. gag, uh, Amaranth getting uh, getting bashed. Um, <laughs> but uh, she, yeah, she, you know, we we covered this extensively many times. I just think it's funny how she feels necessary to, to rub it in people's faces that she's, you know, I, I've got loads of money. No, 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 no. It's like, Really? Because you just not just ignore it, just move on. If I were her, I'd just ignore them, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, look, you know, if, if people are stupid enough to give her money for doing that, then fair play to her. <laughs> you know, she's got, like, as, we, like, as you said, you know, we've said it before, it's it's no different to, um, like, Jordan or anybody else. They know their market, yeah. they play for it. Yeah. Then, yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, just please, for the love of God, game rant and whoever else, stop making news pieces on her yeah I mean, it's, it's like we don't it. care like uh, this is we do not give her monkeys who she's shouting at yeah. what she's doing you know let her have a little hot tub and sit in it you know she's she's making her money and you know fair play to her but that's it that's that, just make I'm, a separate I'm, site make like a yeah. twitch hot tub yeah. site or something just, so that we don't yeah. have to see it every time just, we look for games just go to really <laughs> just get off black get, uh, twitch sort your platform out get rid of all the soft porn crap right let, tell yeah. them they've got to go to OnlyFans, delete all their yeah. accounts, um, and you know, everyone will be happy and go back to your roots as a gaming entertainment site. But no, 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 you're not going to do that because you make too much bloody money from all of them because that's all you yeah, care I mean, about. Yeah, we saw as soon as they made it, as soon because she, she used to run under the, AS, uh, the ASMR tag, which <laughs> and as soon as they realized and they were like, oh, well, she's making a lot of money though, so we don't want to get rid of her. So what can we do? Oh, let's make a hot tub category. <laughs> F off. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, yeah. I mean, come on, guys. God's sake. So where's the other categories? Like, where's the workman category? Where's the electrician category? Where's the, where's the, where's the other working class categories? You know? For some reason, it, <laughs> it, it, it bum cracks just don't get the same views. <laughs> no, I don't no, get no. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so not the same. That'd be a good crack, wouldn't it? Um, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's all I've got to say about once again. Uh, again, Jelly, that's just for you, mate. Uh, but uh, are we going to move? Let's move on. Um, um, Steve, do you want to talk yeah. about the? Uh, I the was just. I just wanted to show. 
I, well, I was just—I wanted to just mention because it's keeping it, keeping it within the, in the world of gaming, but actually part of the film world. And because um, Halloween's oh, almost yes, approaching us, that, yeah. because Halloween's almost approaching us, you know, the king of horror, John Carpenter, um, has uh, reiterated the fact that he would love to uh, do a Dead Space movie. Um, so he was uh, recently speaking. Um, and discussing the adaptation of uh, EA's horror series. Uh, so after being asked if there was any uh, any game he considered turning into a film, uh, and he turned and said, the only uh, one I can think of uh, mentioned, and he had mentioned it before, so he's, he's coming, back to, coming back to this again, is Dead Space. Um, that would make a real great movie. Um, um, he said, I, I could do that, he says. Um, as Carpenter's statement implies that this isn't the first time the director has talked about making Dead Space film, he previously mentioned the idea to Game Informer back in 2013. So since 2013, he's been wanting to do this Dead Space movie where uh, where he says, and I quote, Dead Space would just make a great movie. Yeah. Um, because you have uh, these people coming into an abandoned shutdown spaceship uh they um have to start it up something's on board it's all oh, it's all great um stuff um a keen gamer in general carpenter is a big fan of uh uh visco uh games uh sci-fi horror tri- uh, trilogy um i mean it, it, that actually is a carpenter film isn't it i i would say it's yeah. you know given yeah. it's it's definitely it's got carpenter written all over it so yeah, i would love to see this um uh so alongside infusing uh, infusing a, about dead space carpenter also discussed the game games he's been playing this year start um stating he got hooked on fallout 76 i know it's um had bugs coming out and a lot of it was put down but I thought it was great. He pointed to the game large open world to roam around in a major uh, fa- uh, factor in its own appeal. That's, uh, that's what I love about Fallout. This is a um, template to follow. The, there are missions, but you uh, you can do it differently, and they keep coming up with new missions every once in a while and new ideas. It's good. It's really interesting, he says. Um, yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to see this if it ever comes like comes about. Um, I don't think it. has he ever made a bad film. I mean, Halloween no. was no. you know no, I don't I think mean, he's ever made a ha- bad. film. You guys know I'm not a horror fan, but I I, I can't say anything against John Carpenter's films. You know, even like from like like the the older ones that. Even I enjoyed things like like the fog and stuff like that. Yeah, he, he doesn't make a bad film. Yeah. So if anybody's going to make it, it needs to be him. Um, and he hasn't he hasn't made a film since two thousand ten. No. So him for him to turn around and say, "I would love to make a Dead Space film." Yeah. Why isn't yeah. anyone throwing money at this man? Now, well, mm. crowdfund it. That'd be funded within a day. Yeah. Like if you, if you yeah. announced that, you know, and I'm sure there'd be tons of actors and actresses that would want to be involved in that. Um, oh yeah, it's it's, it's a no brainer. That, that I've never understood. We've had all these video game adaptations, and we've never had a Dead Space. Yeah, I, I was, I've never understood that. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Um, 
game game to film film to game hasn't been perfect like if we look at i mean other than i mean although alien isolation was a game on its own based in the universe it was never a game to film it was never film to game um no it's uh, canon adaptation but it was canon and it's canon yeah uh maybe i don't know doom I don't know. That got a bit of um, heat, didn't the Doom, it? The Doom film was all right. I mean, it wasn't. It was a popcorn yeah. film. You take it popcorn. as it. Yeah. What, take it what, for what, what it was. What do you expect from something that you're going to? The main. The, the whole point is to run around and shoot demons. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, what 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 do you expect from that? And, you know, you know, aliens didn't have a you know hardcore story in it. It was like survive and shoot stuff, and it's no different. Yeah. You know, the people need to when people well, when it comes to video game adaptations, okay. Street Fighter the movie is one of the worst things to ever exist in any media <laughs> everywhere. Um, Agreed. You know, that, that, uh, you know, there, yeah. there has been some absolute turnips of, of, of video game movies. Um, you could argue the original the OG Tomb Raider films were exactly brilliant. Um, and the only thing that sold Tomb Raider tickets was Angelina Jolie. Um, to be honest, I, I, will, I will stick up for the original Tomb Raider films. I actually quite enjoyed them, um, especially yeah. the first one. They, the, the new one, not so much. I see. I like the new one. I thought the new one was pretty good compared to because it, it the new one stuck to the much recent material. games more. Yeah, it, the it first did, one, yeah, it did. And they had pla- they had plans to make two and three, um, but because the license got bought out by Sony, uh, they scrapped they scrapped the whole um, all of it. Yeah, you, you had the same um, thing with, with uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, like the the, oh. the original movies with um, certainly the first I think two or three with Milojovich were good. Yeah, um, and again yeah. this is coming from a non non horror fan. Yeah, but it kind of went. Weird and then it just went. Yeah, they, they, just, they <laughs> yeah. didn't they didn't stick to the the game material. They just went off on their own sort of apocalypse end of the world type stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I will actually there, the Street Fighter does have some stiff competition from the Resident Evil remake um, that came out. Um, I think it was last year, and the TV show. Uh, the <laughs> Netflix one, wasn't it? The Netflix, can't even call it an adaptation, the next bitch, the next, next bitch version of, uh, of Resident Evil was so bad that um, I t- after the, watching the first episode, I wanted to gouge my eyeballs out. Oh, wow. It was, it was, it was horrendous. I've never, I've never hated a TV show as much as I've hated the Resident Evil remake. You can't even call it a remake it was just like we have no idea what we're doing let's just write a load of crap and then um and then acting it and and any 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 show any serious show about an apocalypse that has a has a 10 minute twerking section in it from the main characters and supporting cast <laughs> needs to be burnt into oblivion shoved into a cannon and sent into about a million suns um it's absolute garbage whoever was high Making right in that scene <laughs> and making that show, hopefully, has now been sacked um, because it got cancelled after two weeks of it being on live on Netflix. They cancelled this; they weren't going to make any more because of how badly it was received. And then you had the net, then you had the movie that uh, they gender bent and gender swapped all the characters in. Um, so Leon was then turned into an, uh, no disrespect to the actors and the and the you know the the. the the authenticity of the characters involved, but the, the religious creed, skin color, whatever. But Leon Kennedy has been established for how many years in Resident Evil? He is not a Hindu guy. 
Okay, <laughs> it's, it's not right. It's, it's, it's an iconic role, and then you've got uh, Jill Valentine was then uh, a half cast girl. Now, if they had actually played the roles decently and it was a decent film, maybe I could have just forgiven it as a different take on it. But because it was so abject of any soul performance, voice act, not even acting, just there was just people in cosplay with a camera in front of them. Not have a clue. No, there's no voice direction. There's no direction, and whatever they were doing, they were just there to pick up their paycheck and go home. And it was worse than TV. Um, you remember the old really naff TV films we used to get, where they used to be so bad that it was just such a poorly done um, series. I can't remember. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But the old, yeah, the 1990s TV films that were just really bad. Right, this is what it. This is the Netflix version. Made for <laughs> TV. Really, yeah, yeah, it's made for TV. Straight, direct, not even straight direct, to DVD. Yeah. This is straight no. to VHS. You know, skip to <laughs> skip the DVD, straight to CD. You know, straight to the bin. Um, not even the bargain bin. Just straight into the bin. It's just ah, oh, sister. It's it, it pains me that uh, there's so much um, potential for good video game adaptations, movies, stories. Because there's so many games that would make amazing um, stories. And now, The Last of Us has got a TV adaptation. Right, I'm not talking about the second one. The second one don't exist. The first one, the only good one, has been faithfully re- re- faithfully adapt- adapt- ad- adapted. Um, if they even remotely mention the second one, <laughs> not interested. Um, so they need to. There's potential there for the entertainment industry to do well with video games, but they keep getting a bum deal. Because they keep allowing idiots with no brain, no source material, no source, no access to the source material, or never even played the games. The writers have probably got haven't got any credentials to their name whatsoever, other than writing on angry posts on Twitter, uh, and they make these games, uh, these films and TV series, and then they wonder why no one likes them. By the core fan, the core fan base, which they're trying to attack, attack. Sorry, that's a good, a good way of putting it. Trying to attract, um, takes it. So yeah, um, sum it up. Video games get a bum deal on 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 movies, um, but however, if we get a Dead Space by John Carpenter, funded and written by competent people and acted by competent actors, then it'll be one of the best sci-fi horror films to come out since Aliens um, um, and Event, Event Horizon. In that style of horror, yeah, that's be, that's, there hasn't been many. Yeah, yeah, very underrated actually. Oh, I think yeah. sometimes that 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 film. What Event Horizon? Yeah, Vast I, saying, hope, I hope you're in that, not Street Fighter. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Event Horizon is one. Of, it's, Event Horizon is a little bit I love like it. Dead Space. Yeah. In fact, Event Horizon did actually inspire Dead Space. Yeah, because the developers of Dead Space did actually take a bit of cue from. Event Horizon because it's the same sort of thing. They come to a derelict spaceship and something's happened and the crew are all dead and yeah, yeah. you know it's it's very uh, it's very apt. Yeah. Um, I and Sam Neill in that is Sam awesome. He's awesome yeah. in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the, everyone in that is does really yeah, well, but Sam Neill really sort good, of yeah. really does. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's one of his best yeah. roles. Lawrence, I think. Lawrence Fishburne is in that. He's he's good. Um, mm-hmm. J- Jason Isaacs is as well. I think yeah. he's in that. So yeah. Yeah. he as well. Yeah, I yeah, it's been a while since I watched it. Um, I mean, like you could uh, look. I mean, it's just kind of turning into a more of a film thing. But like you know, we're getting closer to that. Um, 
spooky time. So this is when this spooky films come out. Um, so it's worth mentioning. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, underrated. I, I don't think it doesn't it doesn't deserve to get hit on uh, as much as it does. And I think that's probably um, because a lot of people are comparing its CGI to today's modern CGI. Yeah. And that's yeah. unfair because it was made yeah. for its time and it was it was good it's for its time. It's a product of its time yeah. and it's very good for its time. Yeah. You know, people need to stop looking through things of rose-tinted glasses and comparing everything to today's graphical standards, which most film companies don't even adhere to unless it's a massive blockbuster. I mean... People need to stop being over, like, oh, 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 so uh, expect too much from stuff. Like, is there is you have a reasonable degree of expectations, but when you're unrealistic, unrealistic of those expectations, then you really sort of just fall short of your opinion because you just you're just looking at one thing and not the big picture, which is you know not how you should review or look at a film or entertainment in general. You should always take all factors into account before you open your gob and say something. Twitter. Um, you know, <laughs> obviously, no, we, you we see it all the time, don't we? It's like, <laughs> yeah, so many people just like they'll look at a game and they're like, Oh, the graphics are crap. It's like, Well, yeah. it's not graphics, don't make a game, they never yeah. have. No. Yes, look at older games, look at how good some of the older games were. The yeah. graphics were terrible, but the games were fantastic. Yes, yeah, looking so, at you, yeah. Jess, at Willy. <laughs> <laughs> Love that game. Um, so speaking of horror stuff. Um, since it's Halloween season. Um, are we all looking forward to the uh, Ghostbuster game coming out ne- on Tuesday on the Game Pass? Is it Tuesday? Spirit- yes. Yeah, Spirits Unleashed, yeah. Yes. Actually, yeah. Yes. Because it's Ghostbusters, even though I'm not yeah. a horror fan. It's, uh, it's, not, it's, it's not really a horror game. It's more of an action yeah. investigation game with ghosty elements. I can't wait. It's, it's Phasmophobia with guns. Proton guns. <laughs> I, I literally can't wait. It, it looks, I've, I was watching some gameplay just start. The uh, the early release gameplay and it's it still looks so good, and the fact that it's not PvP warms my soul. It's <laughs> you can just four of you go in with your primal packs yes. uh, and your equipment loadouts, and you can go in and I, I just I just really hope it looks as good. It plays as good as it looks. <laughs> you should play it thirty frames a second for a second lock day one patch. <laughs> you know, and uh, there's only a, there's now only a PvP game. Oh damn it! Right. Oh, there goes that game, man. But yeah, it's um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, is that so, um, Game Pass just PC or is it Game Pass across the board? It's Game Pass across the board, as far as I'm aware. Is it cross-platform? I don't know. Uh, Spirit, I, I would... Un- Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed features full cross-play between PS5, PS4, Xbox, and PC. Beautiful. Good. That's so, what yes. I like to hear. Yeah, and that's yes. what I like to hear as well, because in this day and age, there's no reason for it to not be cross-play. No. Uh, especially on online multiplayer games, there is no reason for it to be locked at all. Sony, um, <laughs> look at you, Sony. Yeah, look at that. Only you, Sony, because you're the one that always says no. Um, there's, that is proof. There's proof. You can just Google that, <laughs> and it will tell you. Um, so the Dead Space gameplay. Did you watch that earlier, Steve? The remake. Uh, yes, I did. I, did. Uh, I I haven't. So I was saving it. If, if, if you, I can skip it if you want, but I can play it for our viewers. Yes. Or I can just leave it if you if you want, because there's only time to stick it on. So, well, it, yeah. Uh, do you want to skip it? I was going to skip it on the grounds of the time, but yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll leave it then. Uh, watch, uh, the, watch the eight-minute gameplay um, yeah. demo. And we can on, post on it, we can post it in the Discord anyway. 
yeah, yeah, de- we'll definitely watch it. Discord, yeah, yeah. As I was just, what I was going to say is, do you think that a fifty pound um, price tag for an old remake is um, a valid price point, or should it be cheaper? Cheaper. Uh, cheaper. I mean, your is it upscaling or have they? No, it's a remake. It's a complete it's a remake. remake. Yeah. So yeah. So they remade it. So that means technically it's a brand new game, but it's it's with its. Uh, I guess I don't know. I suppose. Yeah, it's, the story it's is the same. The, 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 beats, yeah. the story beats are the same. Yeah. They've improved the, the combat. They've improved the inventory system, yes. and there's other bits and bobs. And if changed. you if you do watch that video that is posted in the bits and pieces podcast um, Discord, which is best way to find it, actually. Um, yeah. Self promotion. Um, <laughs> and come and hang out with all of us as well. Yeah, you can come out. Yeah. and hang out with all of us. Yes, we do have a yes. I should mention that. I, I normally mention the links uh, and stuff, the socials at the end, but I will mention just briefly. Then, yeah, we do have a, post, a Discord now. Um, yeah. So yes, check that out. Um, and you can check out, and you can come hang out with us, us, and some of our yeah. friends as well. Are all yes. there. It's, it's, you won't be the only ones there. There will be others there that will greet you with open arms. I'm sure yeah, we're a friendly. We're a friendly group. We're a friendly. We're a friendly bunch. We're a friendly bunch. <laughs> Do we're we not... have time for some VR news? Yes, briefly. What is this? What is this VR you speak so, of? So I have this VR that I speak of. So I watched the um, Meta Connect 2022, um, whatever you call it, um, announcement. Waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I actually, I have to admit, I I haven't I haven't checked the UK price, but the um, the Quest Pro was announced, uh-huh. which actually looks like a decent decent bit of kit. Um, I don't know; it's it's blatantly obvious from the well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's blatantly obvious from from what they announced that they are looking towards prosumers slash business users and they're trying Meta obviously switching directions towards the more business orientated because what few I mean basically there's a handful of games not even that like two games that were announced I think that we already knew about which I wasn't that bothered about to remember the names Um, along with a teaser trailer which was about three seconds of a basically snowy wilderness that's all you got <laughs> it was bollocks to be honest um but the the only decent announcement was the quest pro now it's shipping pre-order at the moment i think it i think actual orders ship on the 25th of this month uh but for us dollars it was 1500 us dollars 1500 pounds as well is it fifteen hundred pounds? No, I'm looking at I'm looking at it on um yeah, it's available for pre-order. It it does look good um in terms of what you're gonna get. However, I don't think it's going to be much in the way of a gamer's headset. Um there wasn't a lot announced though. That that could be just because they are purely for the, for the connect, they were purely focusing on business. They've announced a um a collaboration with Microsoft for Teams and stuff like that. The, one of the cool things that I did see was that it looked like you were able to play your existing, 
your existing games, and by that I'm guessing it is the likes of um, uh, like Microsoft Microsoft Store games, certainly in a huge screen within VR, you could play them. I don't know. It's the headset looks interesting. I think Meta have basically kind of gone. You know what? We're not going to be asked about PC games at the moment. We've spent so much money, we're in such a lot of trouble with a lot of other stuff. We're just going to concentrate on the business folks and try and get them on board now. Because we know they made a massive loss with the Quest 2 and the Quest. They made a huge loss. They they basically sold it you know, massively cheap, which is why they put the prices up uh, 100 quid uh, recently for the Quest 2. Quest Pro, though, 1,500 quid. Looks interesting. Probably the best you're going to get for the moment for a standalone head unit. But I would wait and see what comes out in the coming year if you're looking at upgrading or changing. And I am. I've got a Rift S. Um, I am looking at upgrading at some point. But at the same time, I I don't know. Meta are one of those companies that I don't like to support. And I just think there's better coming and going to be cheaper as well. So. Um, just to add on to the end of that, Bacon, um, the, 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 the Meta Quest Pro isn't actually designed for gaming. It's built for interactivity, world um, uh, sort of world exploring, and hosting business conferences I mean, in your avatar state. In with no legs. Yeah, with no legs. With, with no uh, legs. In a virtual, it's just basically that all that power of virtual environments, basically PlayStation chat, in VR, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty much what the extent of it is. Um, there's there's no planned games for 2023 on this bit of kit. Uh, it might incorporate some stuff on the Quest 2 uh, in the future, um, a little bit. Um, but this is primarily for the whole meta experience that they're going for. Like basically, you want to be a real life sim, buy this, and then you can be in the world of the Sims, where everything's virtual, not real. But yeah, interestingly, there wasn't a lot said about the metaverse. No, because... Which I found interesting because they were, obviously, like last year, they were massively banging about how they're going to make the metaverse. Yeah. And and this year, they're just like, eh, meta what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're, they're, not, they're not pushing it because people don't want to hear it and people yeah. don't want to be spending 1,500 quid on a, a fancy VR machine that um, doesn't really do anything other than a few standalone titles that aren't worth squat. I mean, and to put, it's why, why would you spend this sort of money on this? It's not to even put that in, in comparison, right? 1500 quid for a, yeah, granted it's standalone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But 1500 quid for a new quest pro, you can get the top of, well, as, as it stands at the moment, the top of the range headset with exceptional clarity, which is the Vario Aero, Vario Aero, right. sorry. Granted, it, it, it is missing things. It doesn't have audio. You need to provide your own audio. But the clarity is exceptional. And that will play games. And that's two grand. And that's the top of the line. Yeah, so if you spend that sort of money you, you, and you wanted that, that's what you'd go for, wouldn't it? If you was in the VR game. Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, my VR gaming experience will be the PlayStation 2 VR when it comes out next year. I've got no interest. Of, I wouldn't ever spend that sort of money. Anyway, I think if I said to my other half, I want to spend 1500 on a VR headset, she'd beat me to death with my wallet. 
Um, That's why you don't tell her. <laughs> it just shows oh, really? up one day. It's like, oh, a present. Yeah, hell yeah. It'd be a miracle if I've asked. Did somebody send me this? Did I tell you about my sponsorship I had? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's one way of covering it. Yeah. I was sponsored by Meta. Yeah, I got I got gifted this by my subscribers. <laughs> yes. What do you mean you found the receipt? Oh damn it! <laughs> oh well, there goes them. I didn't need those. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, it's a, it's, right. it's, kids know yeah. don't need to eat for a month or two. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who needs food? Who can eat virtual food? Yeah, <laughs> virtual burgers. Welcome to this new world I have created inside the VR, where there's heating on all the time throughout the winter months. Everything's free. Everything's yeah. free. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the amount of bloody heat that those things kick off—you probably could heat yourself quite happily for yeah. a month or two. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's um that's interesting. Interestingly yes. um It wasn't what I was expecting from Is Meta, it? I have to admit. No. I, 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 I thought it'd be more money to be honest. The better is Meta is the the next level Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah. I mean the 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 price was about what I expected. What I didn't expect was the seem to turn out to the lack of actual software it was and mm. i mean not to mention the god awful wooden acting of everybody that was involved <laughs> it was it, it was it was painful i mean i i watched it on um a massive a massive vr bike person who's who's won for the industry is uh thrill seeker on his uh i watched it on his twitch um, so see his reaction, and even he was creasing up himself, laughing. It was it was shocking. So badly done. <laughs> oh dear. Seems to be the I think theme, theme of the um, think, of the podcast, and it's like so, so yeah. badly done from most of the companies that we've spoken about. There you go. There's, your, there's your podcast title. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so badly, badly done. done. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the so badly done. Yeah. yeah. Episode. Um, episode what are we on now 46 45, 45, 45, 45, 45 you're jumping ahead you're jumping a little bit ahead I think uh, it should have been it should have been 46 we're a little bit out of yeah, yeah. a little bit out of sync yeah. yeah it should have been it should have been 46 because uh, yeah well but then but we still got we still got uh, not the podcast podcast episode 7 true out of out of last week's episode that is true so yeah 46 next week when Beth's back yes um and actually, speaking of Beth, um, when she does come back, hopefully we'll have a Beth joke of the week from her. But I think we're done this week, aren't we? I think we've covered yeah. most of the topics uh, that were out. Yeah, yeah we we had some uh, very in-depth gaming new uh, discussions and spotlights, most most notably from Hogwarts one, actually. Uh, yeah, well, yeah so we had a, yes, <laughs> <laughs> which I which I didn't even know yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think uh, episode 45 is pretty much coming towards the end now. And so, yeah, without a Beth joke of the week, do we have a dad joke of the week? Of course we do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, is it, yeah, that is tumbleweed it? sound ready. Drum <laughs> roll. The uh, dad joke of the week is this. is uh, The guy who invented zero, thanks for nothing. 
<laughs> See myself out. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> oh, good God. Oh, I need more wine. Thanks for coming, everyone. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Beth, come back, all is forgiven. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Get off your high yeah, and get, get your ass back here. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, um, thank you guys. Thank you very much for for being here this week. And uh thanks for listening. If you were listening uh to the podcast, and thanks to anyone who is watching live. Uh of course if you do want to watch it live, you could either check out uh my channel, uh obviously uh that's a funny bits boy over on twitch.tv, or you can check out uh the Freddy Show's channel and get even more dad jokes. Just over there, some yes, and don't forget to subscribe to uh, to all of our channels. Um, feel free to do so, and or to subscribe to the podcast, uh, which can be yes, uh, which is available. Do. Yeah, and then that way you can keep up to date, uh, you know, as and when it is uh, released uh, over on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, or any good leading uh, podcast platforms. Uh, you can find us all on there. We're we're out there. We're out and about. I've Trying to put us on as many platforms as we could, so we can be, so we can be found. If you leave a comment as well, try and try and boost the boost the podcast by commenting and leaving a, a good review. Now, what I mean by a good review doesn't have to be like positive, but like if you're going to leave a bad one, tell us why it's bad. Let us improve on that. Don't just go, you're crap, because that, <laughs> that 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 doesn't say nothing. That just that just means like you just didn't know what yeah. to say. Yeah, be inventive of what you want to say. <laughs> You're crap because yes. that's what we want. Yeah. 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 And then we can let, let us let us expand on a, that. Give us a five thousand word essay as one crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing. Yeah. Oh that 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 the, the main host is a bit yeah. Can he <laughs> stop wearing um Iron Maiden t shirts? No, um, no, stop wearing Iron Maiden t shirts. Um <laughs> yeah, no, that's never gonna happen. So build a bridge. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, as always, then we're gonna end. We're just before, just as we end the uh, the show, uh, I'll just ask anyone what they're playing this week or if they are streaming. So, first of all, let's go to the Fruity Show. Uh, will you be streaming any games between now and next Saturday? Um, yes, um, Ghostbusters Spirit Unleashed on Tuesday, naturally. Um, obviously, because yeah, it's Ghostbusters, and I'm a big Ghostbusters nut job. And uh, the Twitter become human um, as well. Maybe some WoW. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I might. I might. I might stream some of my dungeons and experience. Uh, I might try out. Um, but yeah, yeah, basically, that's basically it. And then uh, Halloween week could be nothing but scary games. Yes. Um, the stuff that is going to give you nightmares. So I'm trying to find. I'm going to try and find the scariest games I can play. Um, and so that, yeah, so that's the week after. So keep an eye out for that. Um, there's always the links down below. If you want to come along, give us a follow. Come and see along when I when I stream, which is at nine o'clock. Well, it used to be. I can't really say it's now. Yeah, eight o'clock most of the time. Now I've sort of moved forward a bit, so you get another hour of me. Aren't you lucky? Um, but yeah, come along, say hello. It'd be nice to see you, and uh, hopefully uh, you enjoy, have a good some, have some fun, uh, and some sound effects at my expense, <laughs> uh, especially uh, knocking. <laughs> if you want to find out what that's about come along and I'll tell you um, yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah that's, you want to be part of the end joke yeah you'd have to come yeah. along and find out yeah yeah, exactly okay yeah excellent and 
Bacon, I know you hadn't set up, the last time I asked, you hadn't set up a st- your streaming yet. So is that still in production? Not is that still is that still on the back burner? Still, not so much the back burner. It is, it's underway. It's um, underway. I need to rearrange the room, um, which is what I hope to be doing within the next week or two. So chances of me actually streaming within the week, next week are pretty much zero, but I will be most likely joining my fellow podcasters playing Ghostbusters. Um, but yes, I, I do hope to get back to streaming at some point in time very soon. Excellent. excellent. Uh, any, any, uh, other than that, Ghostbusters, is there a game that you might be doing? Like you wouldn't necessarily spotlight, but would jump into. Um, I like do have, mention? I've played a little bit of, uh, because I'm, I'm a bit behind the times with time and everything. I've played a little bit of, um, Watch Dogs Legion recently, but what I do hope to be doing is playing some, i.e. starting from scratch in Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, excellent. Yes, yes. Good, good, good plan. Good plan. Good, I love that good. idea. Uh, yeah, and as for myself, uh, as always, I try to do like Friday, Saturdays and Sundays, usually because I'm busy during the week. Well, <laughs> we've earned to work. Um, if I, I do try to squeeze in now and again uh, a weekly one, but that's usually a bonus stream just for me. But yeah, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays is generally my streaming um, schedule. Um, Fridays could be anything from Phasmo to, I mean, just recently Scorn has just released, so I might try and fit that in at some point because it is it is spooky season as well. So that's been a um, quite popular recently as well. So I might try and do that. I might even do that for Sunday, Sunday stream. I'm not sure yet. We'll we'll see what happens, and maybe even join him, Freddy, in this dungeon run at some point <laughs> uh, on his um, yeah. on his world. Um, comparing notes, comparing characters, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, what gear? What gear level are you at? And you know stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I might be doing. I might be doing some of that certainly. And yeah. Uh, just check me out, as I said, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Verdi Bitsboy. Uh, you can find all of our links, including Beth's, um, down in the description down below on any other platforms, as I've already mentioned. Thank you very much to my two co-hosts. We hope to see you again next Saturday at nine-ish. Um, <laughs> I sort of included the little wish. But thank you for anyone who is watching live, and thank you to those who are listening, uh, whether it is in the car, at the gym, or on your way to work, or just around the house. If you're just, you know, in the background, if you've got us on in the background, thank you very much for taking time out and listening to us. Uh, it's been great having you here. If you want to join us again next Saturday, uh, be much appreciated. Uh, but that's it. That's all we've got time for on the Bits and Pieces podcast. We might be doing something after the podcast, but I'm going to end the stream and then maybe restart if there's any gaming to be had. If not, I'll see you again uh, next week. Thanks very much for joining us. Until next time, bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.